kind of, dare I say, fun and exciting. The woman, the the female woman, the woman <laughs> crab, the female crab skin. You're getting cancelled, man. Yeah. I need to be told to fuck up sometimes. Legendary New South Wales State of Origin coach Brad Fittler. Oh, made a cut. <laughs> Nazis and him. <laughs> a love story. <laughs> Kia ora, Tim. Kia ora, Joe. Welcome back. How you going? Good. This is a Always rare, good. This is a rare um, Thursday uh, mid-arvo, well, actually late lunch cast. 109. 109. Um, I've been, I've just been ranting about, um, I've just been ranting to you for the last three minutes about, um, Previous arguments about uh, from about three years ago, which popped into my head, uh, you know that whole thing. Um, and you, you think of the, the the correct answer or something? Yeah, bugs you. Yeah, something you should have said. You're getting or... getting ganged up on on uh, on building sites three years ago by a building rep and two builders who know diddly shit about nothing, <laughs> and we're trying to coerce me to conform with society. And now, um, now it turns out. I, I think I think what the thing I'd love to say to these guys would be. I, I, the thing I, I never come across people who stand up for the jab and all the shit. I wasn't even planning on talking about this today, but here we go, here we are. The thing I, the, the one thing I'd love to hit them with, which I see a lot online now, is there is not one, and I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, oh, actually, I'm not worried about upsetting people, but there isn't one person, not one person who didn't go, who didn't go along with all the bullshit, didn't get any of the jabs, and basically didn't conform, that regrets it. That person doesn't exist. No, I don't there's not a, there's not a there's not a single person and I sorry I was we were just and that, the, we, the 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 um counter to that though would be the yeah, they did yeah 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 true yeah there's that too <laughs> that's right that, which is the double whammy would say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just I, I think I come in a, I come in a bit hot because we were just talking about um which is going to be a topic today somewhat I was talking about uh SDG sustainable development goals and. Yeah, and you know, it, you know it, how you just explained it to me. How it seems like any company that is over a certain size now yep. has to do these SDGs, and, and I don't it, think they understand. Like, no, in fact, I, they do not understand where this is going. And yeah. I know I'm Mister Mister Fucking the tentacles of the cabal are everywhere. They are, but this is what this SDGs thing is. Sorry, back to you. What were you? Gonna yeah, say? no, it, it just reminded me of sort of I don't know, maybe ten years ago when. All the safety bullshit started coming oh, yeah. in for sites, and everyone got everyone had to have you know you had to have the shit on the fence. You had to have this pack yep. that you know these um, triple SP site specific yeah. safety plans. It sits under the city car and, forever, and, and everyone everyone just jumped on board overnight and was like, "Oh, okay, sweet, this is what we have to do now." Yep. It's fucking utter nonsense. It's yep. bullshit. All the signing in, all the signing out. It's fucking. It was. It's horrible. But <laughs> it reminded me of. Of what you're talking about with the um, SDGs, SDGs. Agenda 2030. Yeah, we're... we're Which exists and apparently to some people is nothing to worry about, but also is being pushed so hard in every corporate aspect of the world. Yeah, but but if you're a young person and you come into one of these environments, mm. you, you it's just automatic and, yeah, you, and you do it. That's and how they get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're trained in these things and you think that it's... You think that's... Oh, sloppy. Fuck. He just spilled tea all over himself. 
Continue. That's not too, not too bad. Um, <laughs> At least yeah, they're shitty. So uh, they're they, shitty. They're, they're not even um, IKEA chairs. They're mocker. Ah. I've done the job though. They're good. Sorry, sorry. Back. So the young people. Yeah, yeah. So they come into these environments, whether it's a company with the SDGs or whether it's like a building company with all the safety bullshit, and they think that this is a you know it's it's completely necessary to yep. run a, a professional operation. But yep. they've been all been hoodwinked. Yeah. And it all it does is you add, can't know what you don't know. It just adds cost to everything. Yeah. And. And that's what and we love. It's actually, <laughs> there's people making more money at the top, but everyone else is getting of course. fucked. Yeah. Because you know, the people policing it and monitoring it and sort of the overarching body of these individual things, yeah. they all make money. Yeah. They're in paid roles somehow. Yeah. And, it, it just, and it just gets passed on to the buyer or the homeowner or whatever, yep. you know, in whatever industry. And then all in. that money goes up to... Always goes up. Someone who's really, well, basically well, doing nothing. Just yeah. pushing agendas. Yeah. They're just pushing you to. So, with all that, um, and this is kind of, um, this is, I imagine this is the whole plan is that, that you look at us, like people our age, and, you know, the, I was just reading, uh, Amy just sent me this screenshot of a, um, oh, it was, I believe it's from Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it was, you know, I, I suppose it's been po- reposted by Senator Malcolm Roberts, who's a senator and he's a, Sort of a, he's a, well, he's definitely right wing, right wing senator in Australia, who throughout the pandemic was exceptionally based. Although a lot of, a lot of, I mean, obviously the lefties hate him, but that's what do you expect from the commies. But um, the title was um, New York to track residents' food purchases and place caps on meat served by public institutions, is the title. And then the subtitle is New York City will begin tracking the carbon footprint of household food consumption and putting caps on how much red meat can be served. In public institutions, as part of a sweeping initiative to achieve a thirty-three percent reduction in carbon emissions from food by the magic year of twenty thirty, which is the big World Economic Forum UN. You know, there's been Agenda twenty twenty-one. There's Agenda twenty thirty. There'll be Agenda twenty fifty, and um. You know, with all this meat shit, like you're saying about safety, young people come in two years ago and it's just, that's that's all they know. This will be, you know, they're not, they, they're, these cabals and shit, they know they're not going to get us, right? They, they must know there's like 25, 30% of people who, they just, they, they will just, um, and this is kind of the, the optimistic side for me and all of what's going on on this crazy world at the moment is optimistically, I look at it and go, what will happen is we, us and all the people of our ilk, whatever that might be, we will just find a way and new things will be developed by people like us, right? Yep. We'll just we'll just skirt around the system till till the end, hopefully, and and then maybe our kids they'll you know they'll be somewhat like that, but not as much. And but a couple more generations down the line. But then there will, the other side of that is that what I'm pessimist, pessimistic about is the majority of people in public who I, I go to people's houses all the time and these meat free things enter the they enter like I'll be panicking someone's house like oh oh you meat free Monday today and all this shit and it just it entered the fucking zeitgeist and it'll that sixty or seventy percent of people will go along with it so I'm optimistic that the a chunk of us will go our own way and develop our own systems and make connections out in the rural lands and we'll just buy our own meat and we'll just 
not, they won't be able to track us. And I'll just instead it'll of be free meat for Monday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like all. It'll be like a carnivore diet Monday. Just yeah. all meat, just which is basically what I like. If I go to a barbecue, you not you that, wait for you wait for Trini Tuesdays, mate. Yeah, well, that's every day at the moment, isn't it? But um, actually, I think the Trini stuff has died down a bit, eh? I think. Yeah, people are sick. I, of I think the about ears it. going out of the balloon on that one. I really do, and I think there'll be some transgender people. There will be transgender people that are like, thank fuck for that. Yeah. Whoever's pushing it, which is like, you know, not the transgender community as such as a whole, I believe. It's not that that's, it's, let's be honest, it's a pretty small community. Not that that means anything, but um, but anyway, so back to the, um, yeah, I was just thinking about this because most of the show notes today, well, what I've been doing since, when did we do the um, Patreon episode? It was Friday. Friday. So on the weekend and the last few days when I that came, one, oh, just that one was good. So was that I, the, I, that was the Patreon number three, yeah, the latest, on, on, out, the outdoor out, one at home, yeah, at my house. Yeah, yeah I really like. I really enjoyed that one. There was something well, about it. it was because we were out in the sun, yeah, outside and getting out. We had our feet on the mud, basically. All yeah, the grass. That was fucking. That was nice. So I haven't listened to it. So was it good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Get on it. Get, Get on, on it, guys. It, people, uh, we've actually got a new. We've had, had a new patron coming yesterday. Um, so the only details I have are Chris. Welcome, Chris. Yay! Chris come in on the, which is probably the most common. He come in on, I believe he come in on the 10. What's oh, the 10? Mate. Is that Cororo? That's Cororo, is it? Is it? Oh, fuck. I fuck, don't, I don't remember, know. Man. I can't even, I don't even really look at it much, like, because I have to get hold of that dude from that, um, my family thinks I'm crazy podcast, because it's been about a week, and I kind of want to get... Get something going before I, because I, I just, I just lose interest. But I'm not losing interest in that. I'm currently at work doing that podcast with him in my head. Nice. Um, and it's quite daunting to be fair because he has people on who are, you know, authors, and he had this guy called Walter Bosley on the other day. Walter Bosley, actually Sean Lee, shout out Sean Lee. Sean Lee put me on to Walter Bosley. He's like a, pretty hard to explain what he, but he's, a, well, one thing he was is an ex-FBI agent. And he also is into paranormal, UFO, and general weirdness, right? He's re, he's written all these books, and he's really well-spoken, and he's pretty well-respected well, in that realm, right? And I'm listening to him, and I'm like, fuck, this is a really good podcast. And I go back and listen to the other podcast and think, fuck, man. I am light on, um, I am quite light on, but this is always the way, eh? Yeah. You always think uh, you're, you're, but when I get going, I'll be okay. No, you'll be fine. Because it's like most <laughs> of these, and most of the podcasts you listen to are guys who are specialists in, yeah, in one area. Yeah, they basically podcast for a living yeah. and author for a living. They're yeah. not like painting people's houses. So they've got this shtick, <laughs> yeah. shtick that they've, they've probably done hundreds yep. if not thousands They're of well times rehearsed, yeah. and well rehearsed yep. if not they've done um and i suppose if you write a book about something like there can't be anything better to drill shit into your brain yeah. than writing it down over and reading it over and yeah, then yeah. you then you've answered questions about the same book and then you may have done talks on the book you're doing podcasts on the book like yep. it's drummed in but your your uh your strong point is general knowledge yeah it's on all on all of this shit <laughs> yeah that's the yeah. issue and that's which the is issue. which is good though because good. Then, because then the conversation can can flow yep. and it doesn't matter where it goes so i think uh, maybe you'd probably get in your head too much but i think if, i know I, I definitely am. once he starts asking questions and and he gets a response that'll lead him down a path somewhere yep. and 
and you'll just fucking just go yeah, with it, my man. basic thing is, um, I, I contacted him about a podcaster slash producer guy in America who's a, who's a, a quite a rabid flat earther, which I don't really have an issue with, but I do have an issue with them when they're arrogant and aggressive about it. Much like if you were a science person, who is arrogant and kind of aggressive about it? Yeah, but you're you're and yeah, I find that I don't like that either because you haven't done the work yourself. No, you're just like you didn't invent any of these theories. No, no. You're, so you're you're using theories that have been invented in the past or come yep. up with in the past. You're you're, uh, you, you're uh, on the shoulders of giants, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, like yep. you didn't you didn't you didn't make up the test to test a certain thing. Whether it's you, flat you or a ball. You didn't make the no. telescopes. No. You did you didn't you didn't uh you didn't design sorry, you didn't work out the math on how you know how yep. these guys measure the shit. Totally. You're just using theories and methods yep. of people in the past to sort of yeah, just to sort of reiterate your version of yeah. of, of of what it is. I agree. Yeah, and and it just it's like um, it's like confirmation. It's like just confirmation bias, yeah. pretty much. Because yeah. did you've I come talk up- about this? Did I talk about this message with the guy in the last episode? Uh, did I go into I detail about it, or, or did I do it on the Patreon? Anyway, so the guy that was on, I won't mention him. The flat Earth dude. Yeah, yeah. So the podcast he was on, I contacted that guy's podcast and just because this guy, this flat Earth guy, was essentially saying that. You know, Southern Hemisphere flights go into the Northern Hemisphere, uh, blah, 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 on the flight radar app. And I'm just like, look, if there's one thing I look at a lot, it's flight radar. And I've been on planes from New Zealand to Australia and, and, and a Pacific Island, and the guy's totally full of shit. But I'd like to say it more diplomatically than that. But the problem is, is I can tell the, the, the and the host of this podcast was like, man, come on, I actually don't agree with what this guy's saying in full. Well, no one agrees in full with about anything really, but but he's kind of like, but because he's a good host, he let him go, but he's essentially replied to me and said, look, I actually think he's kind of aggressive about the, his flat earth beliefs. And because, see, the thing is with me is, I you kind of get uh, hit with this thing that if you kind of just, like, you get called a fence sitter, right? But the reality is I'm not really fence sitting. I really don't know much about anything. But what I do know is when I take off from Christchurch International Airport, take off either north or south, one way or the other, you're heading over the Southern Alps in about 10 minutes. Then you're looking down on the West Coast and the Tasman Coast. And then you're over the ocean for two hours and 45 minutes. And then you hit the eastern seaboard of Aussie and you're landing. I know that because I've experienced it many times. And this guy was trying to say that um, it's just really like, like I'm not actually that harsh on flat earth people because I honestly don't know what. Like I've just been, I've just spent um, the, the weekend and after work watching, I've come across as I, this is what I do, I, I've come across, a, well it's not new but it's new to me, a, a, a YouTube channel called The Y Files. So it's this, it's really slick, you know, it gets millions of views, and it's been going for a few years. It's this guy called AJ, and he has like an animated goldfish in a, in a, in a, in a, in a fish bowl, who, he puts the tinfoil hat on, the fish is called Hecklefish, and the fish is a, it's an animated fish with a human mouth, like they've got someone talking, and they put that, you know, that sort of animation? Yeah. And Hecklefish is the kind of crackpot, sort of comic relief of conspiracies, and AJ, the the real dude presenter, is a more science based but totally open minded to. I mean, the, the the amount of videos I've watched, and Eva also, 
but Amy won't ever gets called off some of them because like the other the first one we watched was about Mothman, and the Mothman episode was actually I was like, geez, this is pretty scary for for Eva. I mean, even I walked outside to get wood, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, is there a black entity going to fucking grab me and go and fucking take what, me on a What's that up in the poplar trees? But, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, I love that. Can't beat the Petzl headlamp. But, um, but yeah, this guy is the total opposite of that. Like, I've watched, like, fuck, man, I couldn't even name all the videos I've, off the top of my head that I've watched of his. There's multiple. You, you mean, you might like it. You might get sick of it, but it's the sort of thing. I, I, I'll watch fucking three hours of it in a row. What'd you say? What's the, what's the YouTube channel? It's called again? The Y-Files. It, 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 it'd be perfect for a person who didn't know much about this field, but for me, I, I still learn things, but it's actually a really good refresher course on all these so-called conspiracy theories and, like, occult, mystical shit. But there's shit all about, like, any um, any lost civilization, any UFO story, any paranormal thing. The guy, the way he presents it is, you, you couldn't, you could, you, I can't really fault it. He tells you the, the the alleged story for about 15 minutes, and then he goes into debunking it. And some things he debunks, and some things he doesn't. Like, um, like I mean, even in the same subject, he'll be like, well, you know, and a lot of UFO stories are, you know, when he gets to the last five minutes of the video, he kind of goes into... Um, you know, this guy, was, basically a, a lot of UFO stories are made up from like whole cloth. And he will tell you that. But if one isn't, he will say, well, actually, this one is a very compelling UFO case. It's kind of like, he, this guy does not tell you what to think. And he delivers a story and sort of debunks what he can. And then if something can't be debunked and it's actually quite legitimate, he will say, this is actually actually pretty spooky, this case. That's his whole demeanor, right? And I find it to be very, yeah, you know, it's very watchable for me because that's how I think things should be done. I mean, maybe I don't even do yeah, that. Yeah, if but you don't know, don't claim to know. Yeah, but this guy that was on um, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, the, the the guest, man, the way he talked about Flat Earth, like, like I know people who are just think Flat Earth people are fucking nuts. I do not know anyone apart from people I see on the internet. Like if you go on a tinfoil hat podcast and they do a Flat Earth post... It's 50-50 abuse, nearly, from what they call ballers to flat-earth people. And I sometimes I, I don't ever wade into the comments because I've got nothing I've got nothing to add to flat-earth. Or um, I, I the flat-earth people think that you know this is people think this doesn't mean anything, but this is very serious. If they're lying to us about this, this is the biggest thing. And I'm just kind of like I, I I just find the whole thing to be like. It's just, it's just, um, the, 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 the certainty that some flat earth people have that the earth is flat, it's just, it's, that's what bothers me. It's not that they think the earth's flat, it's the certainty. It's nearly like that, you know, I can't help but think most of these guys, they're quite angry, and the, the joke often is they probably, you know, don't get a lot of pussy, or haven't had much luck with the ladies, and they spend a lot of time in front of their, you know, and not a lot of time just noticing how the world is. Because like I say, I don't really know that much about either aspect of whether the world is flat or a ball or something else. If anything, I'd probably lean towards maybe it's something totally 
you know? What, so what was his take on the planes flying from the Southern Hemisphere to the Northern Hemisphere? I why hear this a why lot was from, he confused about this? I hear this a lot from Flat Earth kooks. I should have actually, I should have just got the clip. I should have just screen recorded and played it. But he was just talking about Antarctica, how it's, you know, it's super restricted. No one can go there. Uh, they get into the Nazis, Hollow Earth, New Schwabenland, um, um, Admiral Bird going down there for Operation High Jump. Have you heard Operation High Jump? Yeah, but what's that got to do with planes flying? Well, he's saying that the, that there's no, that, that this whole, um, he was making a claim, I don't know how he was backing up that, planes in the Southern Hemisphere act weird, like they go into the Northern Hemisphere and back down to the South, and I'm just like, yeah. that just simply is not true. Like, What do you mean it's not true? Well, on the flight radar, the flight radar app, right, the 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 glo- it's not a ball globe, but it's like a map that you can Super. scroll around on. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that. It's a flattened map. Yeah. But when the planes go from Christchurch to Sydney, yeah, it's a like as big as the world is. You know, the yeah. distance from New, uh, from Sydney to, to it's Christchurch nothing. it's tiny. It's yeah. like on the screen, it's a straight line. It's a straight line, and it's you know, if I'm looking at it from the perspective I would like to, it's about um you know the width of your little finger. Because I have, you know, you, yeah. unless you really want to zoom in, it's quite small. It's a small distance. But the, he's saying that the, the 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 telemetry or the trajectory of these planes is very misleading, and it's a cover up. And I'm like, no, it isn't. Like, the plane goes exactly how I if I took off today from the airport, I take off north or south, whichever way the wind wind's going. We peel off towards the Alps. We go over Greymouth or somewhere on the coast. And then we just hit the hit the Tasman Sea, and then you you go, and it's about three hours. And and he's saying that that's the reason they make you put the blinds down. Um, there's you'd have, you'd have to you'd have to listen to it. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me either. But the problem is, I what they will what these flat Earth people will do is they'll say, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And of course, the thing is, I would say, I would admit is, yeah, I kind of don't to a degree. But then what I would say to them is, neither do you. So why don't we just say, all I can say, and this is what I said to this guy who hosts the podcast, is I can't dispute or whatever anything else he said, but what I can say for certain is, when you fly around in this, my part that I live in in the Southern Hemisphere, we are surrounded by ocean. And when you fly to Australia, it's all ocean, and it's roughly takes this, it's always taken about the same time, and when I've gone to say, like the Cook Islands, it's a bit longer, and you are, it's mean it's ocean pretty much the whole way. There's no skipping into the Northern Hemisphere on the flight radar app. It's all very much in a straight line. And I just, this, and the guy who hosts the podcast is like, look, I don't, I think um, he just, he, he's, he's never been to the Southern Hemisphere probably. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And I'd love to, and that, that, see the thing is, I replied to this guy just to have a chat. But then he's like, and I'd love to have you on at some point to talk about it. And I'm like, ah, shit. This is not my fucking forte is, like debunking flat earth guys. No, I don't even right. want to get into it because the flat earth people are. I need to, I need f- to, I need to listen to it because I don't even understand what you're talking about yeah, when well, you no. say, when you say skipping into the Northern hemisphere, like it, and how it relates to you flying in a plane to Aussie. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like what's the, I don't understand what he's getting at, what he's trying to say. They, it's like, um, cause this person is, um, this person also, um, Produces another famous flat earthers podcast. Yeah. So these guys live in they live in this flat earth bubble, <laughs> and 
they all have these things like um, the guy who, who he produces the podcast for and the guy who was on the podcast, who I don't agree with, they also say that satellites are on... Um, balloons. Balloons. Yeah. So, like, I find all of this... It's, it's, it's quite frustrating for me because they, they kind of make the case that anyone that believes that, like, up... So you don't really... You don't believe they went to the moon for the most part... I'm very suspect about it, about the whole thing. I think that there's a lot of fuckery in NASA in general. They doctor photos. There's a lot of money going in. There's all sorts of weird shit. I don't trust them. But I don't think that every satellite in the night sky you see is a some sort of a payload on, at, on a high altitude balloon. But that's what these flat earth guys say. I just find that patently ridiculous. Like, I have an app on my... And this is the thing is, but they also... Oh, that app on your phones, that's a that's an Illuminati PSYOP. So, but, so the app might... The, I, I get why he's confused with the app. Because it, you need an app on your phone to try to make these flight paths look something resembling what they yep. do. Yep. And you need to... So you've obviously got this whole globe and you need to make it into pictures and you need to stitch them all together... And yeah, and it's reading obviously the flight paths of the. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a hundred percent accurate to, because you're looking at a bird's eye view of it. Apparently, yeah, yeah. You're looking down on it. Yeah. yeah, so you could go a straight line easily if you're looking bird's eye view. You could technically go all the way around the Earth. Yep, and it would it should look straight. No, but it is. Like, yeah, if you fly, say that the 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 Emirates three eighty that leaves Christchurch pretty much at six o'clock every night, it flies right over a house, and every night. Um, I'll be sitting on the couch and I'm like, big baby, big baby. And everyone, we all run outside like a bunch of fucking moron cavemen. And I just call it big baby because the Airbus A380 is fucking huge. It's the big, big jumbo. Yeah. It flies right over a house and every night I go and watch it and go, one day I'll go on you before they take it out of service, which is probably we'll make it electric. Soon. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I don't know about that. But anyway, so big baby, every day the Emirates A380 flies from Christchurch to Sydney at 6 p.m. and probably arrives in Sydney about, um, yeah, like New Zealand time, 9, nine o'clock, 9 yeah. p.m. It goes to Sydney, and then for every day from Sydney, it flies direct to, surprise, surprise, Dubai, where it's based. Yep. If you follow that plane, not that I do, because I'm not that much of a nerd, because it does it every day, but if you want to, every day that pl plane flies from Dubai to Sydney to Christchurch, Christchurch, Sydney to Dubai, it's flying in a fucking straight line from Christchurch to, as the crow flies from, from Christchurch to Sydney, and then basically as the crow flies, sort of, with a bit of a slight curve in it, from from Sydney to Dubai, I... It's it's I don't know what these flat Earth people are on about. All the planes are flying uh, because where why would it? Of course you're flying, you're flying in the straightest line you can, uh, if the weather is uh, yeah. good. To because obviously that would use the least gas. And yeah. why wouldn't you fly in a straight line? But they're trying to make out like the flight radar apps are a fraud. Um, the 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 fucking satellites are on balloons in the upper atmosphere. And so what if they were on balloons? Yeah, but the thing is, I would say, like, I can't... The thing is, these guys these guys have not proved any of the shit about Antarctica and the ice wall. I wasn't even going to Flat Earth today. This is funny. But I suppose this is the, they, they haven't proved anything, right? These are just... Most of them are just fucking sort of anti-social nerds. I know this is a vast generalisation, but a lot of them are of anti-social nerds, apart from Eddie Bravo, but he's probably the coolest. He must be the coolest Flat Earth guy, right? But... 
not that that means much, but the rest of them are quite just, they're not cool. They're not like, oh, I don't really know, man. I mean, fuck, at the end of the day, I think it's flat, but it doesn't really matter. Like, there's there's very few of those. They're so fucking aggressive and shitty about it, about such a dumb thing. But anyway, like, I would love to hear their, um, like, how would, so for example, unless we've just got a, um, unless it's some sort of Operation Bluebeam dumb psyop, if you really want to, you could, and not that I trust the slimy weasel Elon and all his satellites and all that shit, but, you know, people see all the time, you see when they launch the Starlinks, right, they launch the SpaceX rocket, they deploy the Starlinks, and on their first lap around the Earth, when they're getting into position, they're tight. Yep. There might be 30. Yep. First time most, I mean, I, I knew because I keep track of a bit of space shit that, I mean, the, the, the flat Earth people don't even believe in space for the most part, but... So I kind of, when I first saw them, I roughly I was like, I, but I know people that were like, ah, fuck, it's a, it's a. Everyone thought it was UFOs, yeah. <laughs> but so you tell me, so they go round. Yep. And then I, I've, I've, I have watched. I've watched in the International Space Station, for example, right? The 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 the, the crackpot uh, flat Earth people say all that's filmed in a swimming pool in Houston with in CGI and there's these wires with the guys in anti gravity and all this shit, right? That's, that's their general take on the International Space Station. It's not there. So what is the thing that I see? So if I, I used to have the app and everything. I don't even bother looking at it now because you see the International Space Station fly over so many times that it's just like, it just becomes meh. But it would fly over, right? And in the summertime, when it's when it's light longer and you get you, know, you get better visibility of satellites because the the sun is on a you know you get more sun. The sun's only down for you know um, yeah the sun's only gone for about six hours or seven hours in the summer. Whereas this time of the year, it's it's down at five thirty and you don't see it till see it's down for like thirteen hours or roughly. But you could watch the um you could watch the Inter- International Space Station go over. And pretty much to the minute, 90 minutes later, if it's a good night, and you, the first one was, the first flyover was really bright, 90 minutes later you could see it again. And maybe 90 minutes later you could see it again. So those Starlinks that go up, the first, or the first couple of orbits, or maybe if you catch them when they've been launched and they just come out of the fucking rocket and they're just going, they're just deploying and they're in this crazy train of 30 satellites, you can see them real bright, it looks, looks like a crazy worm in the sky. So 90 minutes later, you will um, see them again and they'll be spread out and they won't be as bright. I would like to think that, um, and I've got this app called OrbiTrack, and it tracks like you look at OrbiTrack, man. Fuck, OrbiTrack is nuts. Like, it shows it's space junk, like major space junk. Every communication satellite, probably not the military ones, but there's literally thousands of things. And then you can watch over New Zealand. You'll be watching. Okay, there's a Starlink coming in, coming in from the east, and I'll go outside on a clear night, no moon, and I'll watch it go over. Then I'll see a part of a rocket booster flying the other way, and you can click on it. It tells you what it is. Like what? Who is? What sort of a system would that be to have thousands of things on strings? on balloons and an or they're not there and there's an app that's tricking me and then some Illuminati lizard person group 
is what? Projecting a tiny little point of light flying over my house that I can look on my phone and go, okay, it's flying over now. And, and it look correlates up, with what up. you're seeing in the real oh, life. Oh, man, it correlates. The whole thing correlates. Flight radar correlates. I'm not talking about that. Like, people people look at the International Space Station and sometimes they see Starlinks. I'm talking about every CubeSat, every big sat, Japanese ones, German ones, American ones, Russian ones, Chinese ones, bits, big bits of space junk that are formerly bits of boosters that are going to be in space going around Earth forever. I saw one recently, and I've one thing I have got is, even though my eyes are watery and puffy sometimes, I've got really good vision. So I was out sitting around the fire a few weeks ago, and the, Eva and the kids were watching a movie inside, and I was sitting around the fire, it was a perfect night, no moon, and I looked up in the sky and I saw this thing, and I was like, well, that's crazy, that's like two things. It was like two, two points of light flying through the sky, sim- right, nearly docked, but really close, like just a fraction apart. And I said, I mean, fuck, there's like two things flying over. It's like something's docking. So I get the track out, and it's like this German or Japanese satellite that's called the something tandem. It's two satellites that fly together in tandem. And I'm just thinking, these flat earth people are just, I don't know. Have, have, has this guy sat down with orbit? Like, like I say, I'm not a fucking NASA dick rider who believes everything they say i think they've faked heaps of space shit i think they've doctored photos and we yeah we can all agree on that right yeah but like to these to go to the extreme that it's like just the whole thing is a vast it just why would anyone that's that's basically it's retarded i just all i think is i just don't think that stuff's up as high as people think it is. Okay, yeah. That's all. I, I believe in satellites. Yep. I believe there's a lot of shit up there. I believe what you see in the sky. I've seen the um, Skynet shit. Yeah. Um, I've, I've watched a flight radar. I've yep. tracked a plane. You've been on a plane. You've flown from Christchurch to Aussie. I've flown yep. from the Southern Hemisphere to the Northern, yeah, Northern totally. Hemisphere. No yep. issues. We've flown a straight line. Um, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> all, all the tracking, you're looking at a bird's eye view from above it. So if yep. you're above something, you're always, you know. Yeah. It's gonna, so... Yeah, I just think that the satellites aren't as high as people think they are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I think. Yep. Yeah. I, so I, mean, I don't. I don't think we went to the moon because I think that was too far. But I think we're. I think. Yeah, the, the satellites are up there, but it's they're so far inside. What it would yeah, take to get to the moon. Potentially, they went up. Maybe this. I mean, there's obviously multiple theories, but they went up. And at 1969, like. Um, the thing is, is there's an aspect of it that the Ruskies and that are in on it too, and they might be, because yeah. the Ruskies and the Yanks, this is actually, I've got show notes about this, all about the Ukraine war and shit. There are aspects of human, of, of the global elite, the governments, the cabals, where, like, on one plane, America and Russia, and people have become so blasé about that war. What is happening in Eastern Europe is out of control. Like, the shit I could tell you that I've watched in the last few days that's going on, the, the videos I've watched, I've got Judge Napolitano, the American ex-Fox guy, talking to ex-CIA, ex-Douglas uh, McGregor, another lieutenant colonel who was a tank commander. Most of the people that are on the corporate media that are ex-CIA, ex-military, are like, this is out of control what's happening. Like, the amount of money the Yanks are spending, the amount of people dying. But there's a level that goes above it, which is where I, the majority of the podcast today were going to be just off my dome because I haven't really got any show notes, but I just took a screenshot of a podcast from one of my favorites, which is Limited Hangout with Whitney Webb. So she had a lady on called Stavrula Pabst, 
She's a Greek lady. And it's all about um, the new Ukraine and how corporations, mostly U.S., West Coast, um, for the most part, Silicon Valley corps like Microsoft, Google, and then obviously weapons makers and like the World Economic Forum and all these non-governmental groups and these big corporations are a set, BlackRock as well and all those Vanguard and all that. They are essentially they own Ukraine. Ukraine is theirs now. They have them on this. Ukraine wants to be um, and like you said, they work borderlessly. Like yeah, like that's it doesn't thing. it doesn't matter no. who's in charge of a government. Russia in and Ukraine. Country. Like you, people are like, why can't the Russians just? Why they're so struggling? It's like I would say they're not struggling. The Ukrainian military, what's left of it? Well, it's not even really. I mean, it's 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 essentially a NATO proxy. They have the full force of the NATO armies behind them. Of course, it's not easy for the Ruskies. They're just throwing you. I mean, the Ukrainians are just are getting decimated. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Most of these military guys that aren't on the corporate media are all saying the same thing. Very few of the people that I watch that are U.S. Army or CIO intelligence or from overseas, none of them are saying, oh, the Ukrainians, everyone essentially is singing from the song sheet that it's just a matter of time. Like, this can't go on much longer. But above that, there's the shit with the U- Ukraine, Russia, where one thing they all have in common and we have in common is pretty much every country went along with the vaccine mandate. Every country's going along with the CBDC, nearly. Most countries that wanted you to have a digital ID that will be connected to your connected to your CBDC, which will judge if you've been a good boy or not. And How you, much meat have you oh, eaten? I've, I've uh, reduced my consumption by 33%. Yeah, you've, yep. So, but the thing is, and what this what this lady on um, Unlimited Hangout said, the uh, Greek lady, Stavrula Pubst, um, she talks about the reconstruction efforts in the Ukraine and how much of Ukraine's government and infrastructure has been outsourced or sold off to Western corporations that are using the country as a test bed. I'm reading from her thing here, obviously. A test bed for what they call four IR technologies, which is fourth industrial revolution technologies, i.e. the Great Reset, which uh, as at the, when the pandemic started, you had King Chuck the, the Turd, and his mate Klaus Schwab, that's my. That's what I I heard. Uh, Max Eigen or Max Eigen or whatever his name is, the Aussie um, sort of philosopher commentator guy. That's I listened to him on um, Saturday, one of his talks, and that's what he calls um, King Charles Sausage Fingers. He calls him King Chuck the Turd, and I was like, that's perfect. So King King Chuck the Turd. He is all on this fourth industrial revolution. They want less people. They want more control. That's a fact. I don't give a fuck what anyone. I mean, I'm like I'm like the flat Earth retards on this. Topic. <laughs> you, there's no fucking way that there is not a cabal of mega wealthy elites who look down upon the plebs and wish with all their heart there were less of us and the ones that are left. They can control them more and streamline everyone's lives. Oh, Tim sniffing. A bit of a sniff off camera. So, that, and that is the crossover. Like when when they announced all that, King Charles, uh, King Chuck the Turd, and Klaus. I mean, remember Klaus had the book called The Great Reset ready to go. They had the vaccine ready to go. Vac- I mean, we all know now vaccines typically take what eight to ten years to develop, and they had a vaccine ready to go. Klaus Schwab had a book ready to go. It's called The Great Reset, and people still, normies still think, oh, The Great Reset. We're in it. They're trying it. But where I'm going with this is, regardless of Russia and their allies fighting Ukraine and their full force of the NATO and Western countries behind them, all this money 
Russia does all that shit too. They all want a state app that 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 you run everything through. They want to know your medical records. They want to know everything about you. They want you to have the CBDC on their plat. The Russians want that too. Russians they they had you know um, basically mandatory vaccinations. So yeah, certain, everyone went along. with Yeah, that. that's 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 the big fucking issue. Regardless here. of whether they're supposed to be enemies or not. Yeah, in yeah, the, in the political realm, everyone so went along with it. It's similar. It seems somewhat similar in space, like. There, I have seen plenty of commentators say that you know the Russians at some level they they cooperate in these weird worlds and one of them was potentially space, where you know the Russians must have known at some level that um, they they were just um, potentially that the Yanks were going round the Earth in their little capsule, and that or maybe that maybe allegedly filmed the scenes from the moon. Maybe Stanley Kubrick helped them. Maybe it was in a soundstage in Burbank. Who knows? This is just a, this is one of the theories, and the re, you know and and here here we can add it. This is why people you know and every a lot of people even normies like why don't they just go back? Well, it's like because now the technology is such that 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 capsule is tracked by even me from the moment it leaves. To flim flam people now, even though people seem. In some way, people are we are more we are more retarded than we've ever more been. More flim flammable. But but there's also uh, an aspect that because of the technological advances, there's double edged sword. Now you couldn't. It'd be really hard to flim flam a moon landing now. Or it would be harder than it was in 1969. Yeah, you actually have to go now. You got to go now. Yeah. And that's why NASA, the NASA head honcho, is like, oh look, it's hard. We've lost. We've we've we we lost all the samples. We lost all the footage. We've lost the technology. You're telling me that what Werner von Braun and his Nazi mates' technology, you can't replicate that. What I was born in '79. That was in '69. So you can't fucking fifty-three year later. old technology. <laughs> you can't. So that's what. That's one thing that I lean towards. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Like. But but for some reason, like I think the odd you see, I'll watch YouTube video. The odd Russian ex Ross Cosmos insider will come out. That you're always going to get that. He's on his deathbed. He's well, he's seventy or eighty. He comes out and he say, "Oh, the Russians and the U.S. worked together. They faked the moon landing, and the Russians basically got something out of it that they kept quiet." But someone will come out. But you can easily just—they're either going to die, or you can just marginalise them and just, just you know, just you know, just a character assassinate them, right? But like they potentially did that in the space race, and, and still do that in space. And maybe they've gone—you know—maybe they've done crazier shit than that. Like a lot of these videos I was watching on Y files are all about just the outrageous stories I like, like remote viewing, and you know, remote viewing. Yeah. It's. Some of the remote, like this guy, like I say, the host of the Wi-Files, if, if something's bullshit, he will call it as bullshit. But some of the remote viewing, look, the US government and all the other cabals and governments, we will say this off the bat, they are not adverse to wasting, I mean, like at this well, point. look at Ukraine, billions. Trillions. trillions like sorry, they've blown yeah. trillions of dollars with a taxpayer or created out of nothing on all manner of bullshit that most of it has not 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 served humanity in any way. In fact, it's been detrimental to humanity. But the amount of money, that aside, the amount of money the Yanks have spent on, um, th- like, 
you do have to wonder if any of these programs ever stop. Like, I think one of no, the... No, shit, no. Now, once they... Yeah. And, and that, you just see that in uh, local government and yep. centralised government. They don't stop. Like, once you get something over the line... Yeah. It just, it just keeps going, grinding forever. So I wonder why they even let it. Like, because you look at, um, you look at, uh, say for example, uh, MK Ultra. Yep. So CIA MK Ultra. The official thing is it run from. I'm just making these dates up to give you an idea, but you know the rough dates are. It went from 1952 to 1968 or 1970. Operation Mockingbird, which I mean, this is the most ridiculous one that people say. Oh no, that the Operation Mockingbird was the CIA infiltrating people into um, like um, news, um, news like that, different news networks and radio, print magazines, newspapers. They put their people, um, you know, Operation Mockingbird run from 1955 to 1972. To uh, 2023. No, they, they, <laughs> to, to they, they got, for whatever reason, they, the records, they did a FOIA request Journalists that are legitimate ones found out about it. They dug what they could, and at that stage, these things were refined. It's probably got well, it's definitely got a different name now. But that's their fallback. Is I oh know Operation MK Ultra doesn't. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, so, it's not propaganda anymore. It's yeah. public relations. It's public relations. Um, Operation Mockingbird, which was the CIA influencing basically the corporate media, is. I mean, if you that that was. Um, basic in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Now, I mean, as of COVID and from now on, that is um, so developed at this point that my head spins every day at how fucked up the world has got in that media sphere where you can have people who are, I'm looking at the Ukraine war and I someone else could. The The difference in, in opinions now is regardless of... Um, you know, well, it's just... Well, that's tr- why we're talking about books. It's like... The I, truth I, is... I read what a, is the truth If now? I read a pro... And that's, re- that's, that's by design. They've done this by design. <coughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's scary. Yeah, it is. Like, if you I know. read a pro-Ukrainian book and a pro-Russian book... Yeah. These are non... These are these are non-fiction books. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What, I mean... Who's, I, who's right there? I can... I can deduce what I can deduce because that's the topic... I am interested in probably the most. So, yep. so I have people I go to, um, and I can admit, like, what you don't hear much of, and uh, is like, you know, you've either got the, you've got the Russian, um, you've got the Russian, pro-Russian Ruskies, and you know they get accused of being Putin dick riders, and then you've got the Ukrainian. They've got NAFO, which is that the Twitter bots who attack anyone who's pro the Kremlin, pro Russia, and you really on the on the Twitter and on and in general online, you don't really you 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 don't have many people that are like um you know they don't support you know they you know they don't support either side because why would you support either side like if you really this is what I mean if you really dug into the topics. You can't support either side. Like it, you just can't. Like what I'm getting at with the the CBDCs, the digital IDs, the vaccine mandates, and the forced rollouts and all that. Russia did that, and so did Ukraine, and so did every country. Yeah, we all they're, suck. They're currently, yeah, they, we all suck. But you, if you dig in a little bit further, and you, but people aren't willing to dig. They, they, the people aren't even willing to or know or don't want to know. Like they don't want to dig back to 2014. 
uh, the Victoria Newland and the State Department and a coup, and they basically have been controlling Ukraine ever since. And the, you know, the I mean, even this week I posted something um, about the in France um, they they have caught some Ukrainian far right sort of neo Nazi groups wearing balaclavas with a cash cache of weapons. And like this is what I said to Amy. I said this on the because I'm not a fucking I'm not Nostradamus. And I'm not even qualified to talk about any of this in a in a traditional sense. But what I can tell you is, and I said it a year ago, is you will see a right far right neo Nazi uptick in so called terrorist shit in Europe. And once whatever happens with this war in in Eastern Europe. It's going to turn to total custard for Europe because, I mean, Germany's just given another $3 billion worth of leopard tanks and Mardar fucking personnel carriers and all manner of weapons. I mean, the, the POMs have just given a whole heap of Storm Shadow cruise missiles. Now, have you seen the explosion that happened in Western Ukraine on Friday? Nope. The Russians hit an How ammo- would I see it? What would I see it on? Oh, any you um, <coughs> you'd see it on Redacted on YouTube, um, Judge Napolitano, Jimmy Dore. Um, any of the usual suspects that I go to, or then of course Telegram, which is you know Telegram's got to be Telegram. You're getting either a Ukrainian Telegram or a Russian Telegram. There are some that are in the middle, but like it's just you know. But you can just get all the raw footage. So, so there was this explosion. There, there was a there was a, a strike on a and an ammo depot in Western Ukraine where you can. The thing is with this war, you can't prove anything, right? You can't prove. Um, that what was exactly at that ammo dump. But the ammo dump in Western Ukraine that the Ruskies hit with, I don't know if it was a Kinzel hypersonic or some sort of missile, <coughs> there were like two humongous mushroom clouds that looked like, to, to, to the layman, they would look like a nuke, right? Whatever was at this ammo depot, uh, I've seen Jimmy Dore and several other commentators um Talk to, you know, any time it's Bellingcat or any of these CIA cutouts. So you have to try and find a, this is, this is the whole trick. If you're looking at Bellingcat or any state-funded Western-aligned media, you, you're pissing into the wind. But, you know, Jimmy Dore or Judge Napolitano or Redacted or, um, you know, Scott Ritter, any of those people, you'll get the best you can get on that war. And the number going round is that, facility in western ukraine that the russians struck on friday had a pro it was approximately a 500 million dollar explosion two massive mushroom clouds and then there are people there's no way of proving this outright but they're also saying that um people there are a lot of people saying that that's where the the british army or the british government that's where the depleted uranium shells were and the russians knew that so there's talk that there's all this depleted uranium and then they're trying to get on the Russians about it. And I look at it and go, hold on a minute. Like, how can, how can you, how can the, if that was the case and the Russians did hit an ammo depot, because what, um, what these ex-CIA agents... But they're prepared to use that ammo. Exactly. Though. That's what Jimmy Dore was saying. And that's what Kurt Metzger was saying on Jimmy Dore. They show. just don't want it blown up yeah, there. They don't want it blown up there. So you lost $500 million worth of ordnance, cruise missiles, depleted uranium. Maybe, if, because it's hard, to, it's hard to prove any of this shit, right? It's, you won't be able to prove any of this shit, even if you ever can, until this war is done and dusted and we get the, you know, in air quotes, the real story. But I don't for, think you'll never get it. You'll never get it, but we can kind of get a, we can get a bit of it. I try, I do my best to, you know, so like you say, 
So it's either uh, the Russians blow it up in the Western U- in Western Ukraine MO depot in one go, in one go, or which is what. Let, let's be honest, that's what I don't know. If you're Vladimir Putin, is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I'd rather blow one, it up there than it come to yeah. me. Or it gets detonated in Challenger or Abrams um, or Leopard tanks. One by one. Eastern Ukraine, one by one, burning through at super crazy heats through a T-72 tank and dead Russians. So, you know, this is the weird part that you've got this aspect of the war where it's just... And there was several... I mean, there was was talk. um, I saw Kim.com talking about it on... It was going... Is he still really fat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is still really fat. So Kim.com was talking about it on Twitter, and it's this video that went in, in the in the Eastern European uh, war sphere, which I frequent, it went viral. And that is, there were, um, the Russians, no, sorry, the Ukrainians are saying that they shot down six out of six Kinzel hypersonic Russian missiles. Like Douglas McGregor would say... <laughs> He says the Patriot system, like he said, a intercontinental ballistic nuclear missile is hypersonic. It travels like that. Yeah, you know, the the rate of speed is it's crazy. It's so like, can the Patriot system no, shoot said, down hypersonic no, missiles? No, it can't. Okay. So so when when the Ukrainians say we shot down six out of six hypersonic Kinzel Russian missiles, you know any any independent military commentator would say that's not possible. They the 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 Patriot system. A lot of people would say is it's nineteen eighties, and th- this is the funny thing. So then the Russian, you saw all these like you saw all the in Kiev or Kiev. You saw I saw a video of what is alleged to have been a battery of Patriot missiles being launched one night in the last several days. Right, every missile is. I've seen varying reports like every missile's two, four, whatever million dollars. And bear in mind, a lot of the Russian attacks, sometimes they're launching Kinzels, sometimes they're launching calibre um, cruise missiles, which are much lower than a Kinzel, but a lot of the time they're launching fucking twenty dollars to $50,000 Iranian moped drones, which just the Lancet and all that, or the Gerard or whatever it's called. Imagine, this is how ridiculous, and a lot of people are commenting this online, imagine how ridiculous it is that the Yanks give the Ukrainians a, a, a Patriot battery, the radar, the, the control center, they train them, the, the, the Ukrainians have allegedly been in Oklahoma training on it for six months, now it's in Kiev, they're launching, they, I watched them launch, launch about $20 million worth of missiles in a minute, and then um, uh, 30 seconds later you just see a big boom, and there's a big explosion, and that the Russians are claiming that we just smoked your, we just smoked your fucking um, Patriot missile system. And then, then you see the Ukrainian trolls come in and go, "Oh, you're good on you, Russia. You blew up a 19." This is this is why you can't win on the internet. So then, then the Ukrainians, uh, the people that support, well, they're not even Ukrainians. A lot of them, they're just fucking Western retards, or more likely bots. bots. Yeah, well, you know, but this is the thing. So you see retard, all the retard bots. You see all the AI coming in, retard AI coming in and saying, um. Oh yeah, good one, Russia. You just blew up a nineteen eighties, nineteen eighties technology missile system. Good. So on one hand, this is the thing: everyone's double dealing with propaganda and bullshit. But this is the thing: it's such a huge thing. You know, I see varying reports like the yeah yeah the death rates, but it seems like the the so called spring offensive springs nearly over in the northern hemisphere. Right, like we've only got the end of this month, and then it's summer. So the spring offensive hasn't happened yet. Um, like crazy old uh, what is now Brig uh, uh, Prigozhin and the the he's the boss of um Wagner uh, Wagner Wagner the private military 
company. So they're the ones doing the majority of the fighting in Bakhmut. He's on social media like he's a fucking that guy's a lunatic. Like, but he's he's calling out um Shoigu, who's the head of the Russian um, military. He's doing videos on Instagram of like with his dead soldiers behind him. This is Prigozhin, and he's saying "fuck you, Shoigu, give me more ammunition." And people are like, "Well," but then I watch CIA goes talking about it, and they're saying this is probably um yeah this is probably all a ruse. And a lot of people are saying, this would be like Eric Prince from Blackwater, which is a US private um, a private mercenary uh, thing. They, they were active in, say, Iraq and Afghanistan. This would be uh, akin to him calling out Donald Rumsfeld and a, a General Petraeus in 2004, saying, where's, my, supplies, where's my fucking ammo? So a lot of people are saying, Prigozhin is just A, arrogant, crazy like this guy does and i watch him every day on instagram and on telegram he's on the i saw a video of progression and today could be staged doesn't appear to be where there was an explosion nearby they nearly got hit by an artillery shell at night and they're laughing about it like this guy is nuts but to people see xcia guys are saying uh, like the Ruskies aren't going to, you know, Putin and that aren't going to let this, um, essentially he's working for the Kremlin, right? And they're not going to let this guy talk like that about how they're running this war. A lot of CIA guys I've listened to are saying, essentially it's all, um, it's smoke and mirrors, maybe as propaganda towards the Ukrainians, so they will think that, oh there's look, a bit of a rift there's and, a bit of a rift and yeah. they've got no ammo, because uh, the CIA guy, what's his name, he was on, anyway, I always, I watch Judge Napolitano a few times a day on YouTube, he's the ex-Fox guy, he's really good, he has good, ex, he has Douglas McGregor, he has ex-CIA, all these guys, and one of the ex-CIA guys was saying that, um, Basically, the fact that Vladimir Putin is using Wagner PMC in Bakhmut, that's not because the Russians, like in the West, the narrative is the Russians are fucked, their troops are shit. The CIA fella's saying, I can't remember his name, I should know his name, but he's saying Mike that's totally... Mike Baker. That, hey? Mike Baker? Nah, he's, nah, he's <laughs> definitely a shell. See, this is the thing. Joe has on the worst guys. Like, all of these guys that are on Redacted. Like, Joe, why, is it, why isn't Colonel Douglas McGregor on Rogan? I don't know. This is why I, great I've always said, why the fuck, and let's go quickly to UFOs for 10 seconds, why Richard Dolan, the author, Richard Dolan, who is probably one of the best. I mean, Joe's had on Jacques Vallée. But yeah. these guys have mentioned Richard to him before. Yeah, they have. That's yeah. the thing. Even even James Fox, who was on about that Varejna, um do you watch James Fox? No, it's no, a no. it's a it's a Brazilian UFO crash in 1996, which actually was on the Y Files, and the Y Files guy breaks it down. He the Y Files guy talks about James Fox. He says his documentary is great. Um, there's some very compelling bits. There's some emotion. James Fox broke down and cried on Joe Rogan. But the Y Files guy says also, his these girls who said they saw an alien. They were doing it for money, da da da. So that's why the white. You'd probably like it, but you probably will just get bored of watching back to back to back YouTube um, UFO debunking videos. But some of them he doesn't. Anyway, back to um, Joe and why he doesn't get on the best guys. I don't know. Like Joe has dropped the. I mean, it's not up to me, but he could. There are so many knowledgeable ex US military pundits that are like like Douglas McGregor or. Um, who was another guy? There was another lieutenant colonel who was another tank commander that was on Judge Napolitano yesterday. 
And these guys laugh. They scoff when Judge Napolitano asks them, so what are the chances of Ukraine winning this war? And they all scoff. They're like, they, there is, this, this thing is done. This is a meat grinder. The, the, the Ukrainians, like Vladimir Zelensky, apparently has essentially, he might be back in Ukraine now. He's been on a fucking award tour all around Europe for the last week. Since they did that strike on the Kremlin, with these shitty little drones that just blew up. I don't know if that's a Russian psyop, or it was the Ukrainians, or it was the US. I don't know. But since then, people are saying, like, he's been, he's met the Pope. He's been, he's, so he's been in the Vatican, where he's met the Pope. He's been to England. They're all giving him a hug, telling him how great he is. Um, I mean, some of the guys on Judge Napolitano, the ex-US military guys, are saying, to be honest, one of them said, to be honest, he actually seems like he is on drugs. <laughs> like, these are... Yeah, he's a cokehead. Yeah, these guys are like, he, these speeches don't make a lot of sense. Um, not that, not that we're um, we're saying there's anything wrong with that. No, but it's not ideal when you're, you know, you're 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 taking billions of dollars from Western and other places taxpayers. You're you're there's there's you and me going down to the pub now and having a pint and a rail, right? That is, I don't give a fuck. You know, that is not the same as this guy, right? Like this guy is a psychopath, whereas you and I sort of aren't. Apart from when I argue with the NRL bots, but <laughs> um, but that's just fun. <laughs> But anyway, so, yeah, like, fuck, man. It's just, yeah, the, the levels are, I mean, you, you just you just have to understand that everyone, anyone that would ever be interested in anything, is that you just, as long as you're okay with never getting to the bottom of anything. Yeah, never never being 100% certain you you'll know ne- what's happening. It's just not possible. Maybe when we leave this mortal plane, maybe something will become apparent. You'll be a bodiless thing somewhere in another place but at this stage there could not be a more um confusing like you know like th- this is where I'm, the thing i'm getting at is like that they, they, they are slaughtering each other in a part of the world but at the end of the day once she's all done and dusted blackrock and the world economic forum and microsoft and google and all the big players and lockheed martin and that they will they they essentially run Ukraine now, and there'll be a, a similar Russian aspect, you know. And once it's all done and dusted, it's what it's what are on um on um uh what's it called uh, Whitney Webb's podcast Limited Hangout. They she talks about it's being coined by uh, King Chuck the Turd and um. Yuval Harari and the usual suspects of the World Economic Forum. Now that there's a new buzzword, it's called the polycrisis, Tim. They call it the polycrisis. So go, what? Go easy on the Polynesians, mate. Yeah, what are well, you talking about? Well, the polycrisis now is we had COVID, and now we have the war, and there's just they're saying it's just the, the way that they're they're trying to put it on, you know, like they've tried to do with you know, like with Joe Biden saying the Putin price hike, like the reason why all these prices have gone up and. Uh, essentially, Whitney Webb's making the point that no, the global elite cabals will keep this going until they've essentially broken everything so much. Excuse me, that the average normie, when they usher in whatever they need to usher in, the digital IDs, the fucking um, central bank digital currencies, and the more control, and this and that, and then and the other, is that yeah, basically. The poly crisis has been somewhat engineered, so it will make it. They'll they want to break everything down, and then they'll smoothly. It'll be a smooth. Well, they believe King Chuck the Turd and 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 Clash and the gang Clash 
is that that'll be easier to introduce downstream once they have basically flattened all of us so much. Like, I mean, I, we, I mean, I don't want to start harping on, but we, we notice it now. I mean, I don't know about you. you. You're pretty good at keeping things to yourself, but I'm not. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I just, I mean, every fucking week, man, like Amy's, I'm, I'm watching Amy look at the A4 sheet of bills and all the shit. And, you know, <clears throat> I can, I can just see her face and I'm just like, shit, you know, it's, 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 it's yeah. It, there's, it, I, I just sort of say, you know, this is a flow on from all the shit and, you know, you can thank the bankers and the global elitists for that. And some people will say, oh, that's lame, Joel. You're just looking for someone to blame. It's like, well, they, hey, doesn't anybody, isn't this, doesn't, like, the fact that I could earn. I won't a, blame anyone no. when I'm allowed to do what I want. Yeah, like. But if I'm not that, allowed to do what I want, then you've got to blame some I people. I just finished a job in White Carrier that took a couple of weeks and it was actually pretty good tin. Travel and materials and shit aside, it was pretty good money. But the money is all gone. It's already all gone. It's all accounted for. It's all allocated. It's, it's allocated. It's for gone, Ukraine. and then we're not touching the sides of of a lot of the bills, right? Yep. And that's the and I, like I said, I, I try to play the everyone's in the same boat, more or less, apart from the really rich. The really rich just can't go on the third international holiday this year. But the rest of us, like you know, we're st we've still got meat and we've still got food and everything's peachy. But you know, it's just. I mean, if it's like that for us, which I suppose we would be, what, middle, middle class? Yeah. Like I say, I just, I know it doesn't make Amy feel any better, but it's like, imagine what it's like for the, for like low show, socioeconomic people. are people. really suffering. Yeah, like, yeah. And you don't and hear you from because they don't, they don't have a voice, no. really. They just, all they get is... Well, their voice is supposed get, to be the government. Well, their yeah. voice is supposed well, yeah, to be who they voted in. The government in. is the re part of the reason they kept them down. Yeah. They, they'll give them a pack and say voucher, and you can go to the doctor for free, you know, essentially, but the... To get your heart fixed after we fucked to you. Get, to, get your, to get your vaccines that you get, and your flu <laughs> shot, and your whatever shit and all your blood pressure shit and all the shit from them feeding you the shit food at pack and save that they subsidize yeah you know it's it's a fucking shit show but um i uh, yeah i don't know what it's like no wonder there's so much depression and shit with people apparently because this is where even though i seem like a crazy person who yells and screams and makes a lot of noise and doesn't really seem like he goes anywhere but i don't know but it, to, nothing's a surprise to me and there's something to that there is something to that. Because if nothing's really a surprise, like for this, for there to be a surprise for me... You'd you know, have to have expectations... It's, it's got to like be crazy. ...entrenched in one yep. way or another, yeah. Like, like I said, if, if, there was a, if there was a UFO, massive UFO flap, I'm like, ah, fake, blue beam. This is a, <laughs> this is a World Economic Forum, a global cabal, fake thing trying to scare the sheep. So this is the thing. This is the power of at least looking into lots of things and having a little bit of understanding of everything, but also not going not going full crazy on it and still going to work and being a sh bit of a plebe. Because, yeah, you kind of, what, what, what am I supposed to do? Live on the street? Yeah, I need to eat. <clears throat> need to eat, need to sort the kids out. But you can all, but uh, but I feel, no wonder there's so much depression and shit because if, if you just gobble up none of that info, it must be pretty disheartening for people out there. I don't really know. I mean, I only... I mean, I, I, you know, I, my, um, my sort of, uh, the way I, yeah, the people I deal with, I mean, fuck, I, I talk with a few friends on the phone and I see you and then I talk to clients, but not about <laughs> this shit unless they engage me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. So yeah, I don't really, 
I mean, I don't know. If if someone's struggling around me, I mean, I've just talked over them the whole time, so they don't even get a chance to tell me they're struggling. So, <laughs> That's I mean, <laughs> so I'm they, basically they go home and so they go fine. home and top themselves. Yeah. They're like, oh, Joel, Joel wasn't really listening yeah, to me. Well, this, is, this is the final straw. Joel just he just told me about the 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 ammo depot losses in uh, Western Ukraine this last week, and I, didn't and I was just a, trying to tell him how I was suicidal. Didn't get a chance to tell him that since the pandemic. <laughs> And the government oppression and how everyone excluded me from all social events and tried to coerce me into getting an experimental vaccine that basically made people unhealthier and not healthier. I really feel like I've been cut out of friends group. And none of those friends groups that did that to me, none of them, not one of them has come back to me and said, we're really sorry. We actually got it wrong. You were right. And I mean, no one's even going to say you were right because people just have a real issue with that. eh? like uh, 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 people could say, oh, we kind of probably maybe overreacted, but no one's even going to say, oh, actually you were. But anyway, that's beside the point. But um, have you got anything? (laughs) No. Pretty much for one hour and 11 minutes, you just fucking, you're on a tear, mate. You're on a tear. Yeah, I mean, I could go on. I mean, the the thing that Ukraine, I mean, there's so there's never been, if you, like, it's not like I enjoy watching the footage. <clears throat> what I typically do in the morning, Amy makes me porridge. And that's my window, right? I'll talk have to you. Have you um, tried porridge with butter? Oh, my God. And cream. Are you going there? This is oh, crazy. Oh, oh, I've, 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 are you reading my mind right now? No, no. So Amy asked me recently if I wanted to start having porridge. So she would have bought me the rolled oats because everyone's gluten-free apart from me. You can get, you know, this is the crazy thing. Amy said that bag. I said, why don't you guys just get gluten-free porridge? She's like, that's $16 a bag. Your bag's three. Yeah, because they have to make it at a whole nother, they've basically set up a, apparently a whole nother facility. This is the Yeah, crazy. when they, they rebuilt this other facility <laughs> yeah. in the Ukraine and they're like <laughs> yeah. shipping it to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. So uh, what Amy does is, it might not be the same as yours, but what I get is she does the porridge. It's fucking good, actually. She is really good. I mean, Amy is really good in general, but um, so it's the, the porridge. She puts the cream in. Um, she puts um, the picks peanut butter. She kind of she she prepares it all. She has it like peanut butter. Okay. She, she puts she puts the peanut butter. I don't know what she does with it, but she she kind of puts the jar upside down. Yeah. So so she can she put, must put. I don't know if she puts it down upside down the night before, but she's started putting it upside down for me, so she can take the lid off and it pours on, and then she puts brown a bit of brown because you've got to have a bit of the classic old school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she puts the butter, but the butter would be good. But okay, I, so we're. But man, I, so, that's when I that's when like I go a, through the war on Telegram. I like as what, you're chewing your as I'm eating oats. my porridge and drinking my creamy coffee. Continue. Um, no, it's it was um, minus the peanut butter. Okay, it's oats. Yep, piping hot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Piping. I don't like when it gets cold. Then it's got to be hot, eh? Big chunk of butter Oof, on the top, and yeah. it starts, and you let it melt through. Uh, Amy will then, be, Amy, I'll get Amy to do so, it. So you almost, you could make a well for it in the middle, yeah. a well for the butter, and then cream around the outside. Yeah. Um, so you make a mountain, well for the butter, cream around the base of the mountain, yep. and then uh, brown sugar on top. Oh, brown sugar is... It's fucking dessert, mate. Like, Amy doesn't give me that much brown sugar, and I'm... Just, have, just enough? Just she gives me just a little bit because it's obviously the. I mean, you got to have a bit of sugar, right, to keep you, but not too much. But what I do is I I I kind of eat it like um like I do with dinner. It's like if we have um broccoli and veggies and shit. I've tried. I've been mean, telling the kids this for years. I eat them first. Eat it first. Yeah. But that's that's a forty three year old. So I eat that shit first, and if I've got like a um 
Perish thought if we actually um, don't have shitty hell of sausages or something cheap, if Amy actually, if we're looking okay this week and Amy splurges and gets me a ribeye steak, I pretty much save the majority of that steak till all the veggies should have gone. Yeah. So I do the same with the porridge. I eat around the edge with the cream, yes. and then I sort of get the bits with the peanut butter in the middle, and I go around the fucking sugar. And then the last few mouthfuls are just, ah, it's, it's, I think it's called delayed gratification. <laughs> so I do delayed gratification porridge while I'm looking at potential. I mean, we could debate whether, like, there's some people that are like, World War Three has already started. Um, and they, I, I'm fairly open to that. Um, but yeah, the, the footage I see is. Um, and what happened? Like, How did we get off porridge? Well, I've done with porridge. You've told your porridge story. I've told mine. Um, but, but, yeah. but couldn't that not lead into like more food stories? Well, how come um, we've gone straight back to World War Three? Well, because I was talking about how I eat my porridge and I look at World War Three. Okay. Um, just the the sheer amount of like, don't get me wrong, the Russians are losing shit, right? But fuck, man, when you see that the, they call it the road of death from Bakhmut to Chasivar, man, the just the Russians will be driving down this road and. You know, it'll be like M one one three personnel carrier, like a um, like a a British MRAP, an Australian Bushmaster MRAP, a fucking tank. Uh, I'd this, love it. How that, awesome would you get one of them? I tell you what, to if you're a tank in the if you're in the scrap metal business in Ukraine right now, if and I'm sure someone is. Let's. I reckon we should start up now. If Can it's, we invest if it's in good, scrap yeah, metal in Ukraine? If it's good enough for the fucking World Economic Forum. Google, Microsoft, and every other um, sort of biotech digital company. Because, yeah, there's apparently, the, it's called the DIA app. It must be DIA or DIA. The DIA app is the overarching Ukrainian um, state app that they're getting all the... And the, bear in mind, Zelensky has taken away your rights to... Um, like there's certain churches, the Russian the Russian churches are gone. Yep. The he's he's nullified the media to only his media. He's stopped the and it was an interesting point by an American. Sounds it, like New Zealand. It might have been yeah, well exactly. <laughs> it might have been Jimmy Dore this week, and he was saying every time America has been at war, even though the I mean, even though America's democracy is a farce and they but they go on about it so much. 9-11, fucking World War II. Have the US ever, they may have once or twice, but they these Americans, uh, commentators weren't aware of it. So when there's a war, right, that, that doesn't actually mean you have to call off the election, right? No. Like when 9-11 happened, they still had elections. The Americans have been at war for pretty much, well, the existence of their country. They'd be electionless but it, but if a, they had to do that. Yeah, <laughs> if, especially since World War Two onwards. If the Yanks, like if they called off the elections during the Vietnam War, I mean, you wouldn't have had a war, uh, you wouldn't have an election for about fucking one and a half decades. And then the Gulf War, and the Second Gulf War, Afghanistan, and now they're in a NATO proxy war, World War Three, and uh, like, you know, so so he he's called off the elections, He's he's um he's banned all these media, I mean, Look, don't get me wrong. I've, like I say every week, I don't want to be living under Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh, or Vlad Mad Vladimir Putin. Like they are, you know, they are authoritarian dictators. But I mean, Ukraine. I just, I feel so like the bottom line is, man. I being a Ukrainian, so they are getting uh, rubbleized by the Russians. Their leadership is totally on coke and laundering U.S. money. The U.S. and NATO countries are using their their territory as a dumping ground for their old tech and tr test bedding their new tech, and then the Western fucking um, Silicon Valley um, 
companies are going to use their country and BlackRock are going to buy lots of shit up and the tech companies are going to use their country as a digital test bed for all these sort of going forward World Economic Forum type digital aspects of people, how they want to essentially hold humanity down and have yeah, more control. control. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, fuck, man. I, I, yeah, getting the information from Ukrainians, like they're... they're yeah, they. If you're watching the corporate media, it's just all oh, Ukrainian. We're gonna win. We're gonna push the Russians out of Crimea. Everyone I see is like that is that is absolutely outrageous. It's just outrageous. It ain't gonna happen. Do you know what's funny? What's I'm funny? not the Oracle of Mandeville, but what is gonna happen is exactly what I said will happen when this war started. If no, I wouldn't expect anyone to, and I wouldn't do it either. But if you go back to the early podcast when this war started, I said, what will happen is the Rushkis will get it up to somewhere with the Dnieper River. They already have Crimea. And Crimea Crimea has been a part of Russia and then the USSR. And then I think Khrushchev gave it, kind of loosely gave it back to the Ukraine in like the 50s or 60s. Are you aware of this? No. no. So Crimea has essentially been a part of Russia, then the Soviet Union, before Khrushchev loosely gave it back to Ukraine, but it's still part of the USSR right till 1991, right? Crimea River. Yeah, Crimea has been part of Russia since like the 1770s or 80s, roughly. Like, the fact that people don't know this basic shit that they're... And this is not Russian propaganda, this is a fact. Most people there are... Well, they're not most. They're all Russian speakers. It's part of Russia, basically. There's, like, people are saying the bits that they've taken in the east, like Donetsk and Luhansk, they want to be under Russia. They're fighting with the Russians. The whole thing... But we know why it went on. It went on because Boris and the Yanks and everyone went there and they kept it going. They're still keeping it going. It is... People... I mean, we should all be... I mean, the New Zealand just sent... We just sent another tranche of money. We, we sent several more million bucks in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I am... Of, of uh, printed money. Of Yeah, but it's, we're still... But yeah, no, they like, might print it, but we've got to pay it back. We've got to pay it with back. With interest. Yeah, and it, it, it helps with inflation. Like, it's I, like, oh, okay. I know, cool, someone with, I know someone who they are, what do you want to do, Joel? Just leave the Ukrainians to themselves? Yes. Oh, this is what I... Yes. <laughs> I would say the best thing to do a year ago would have been for fucking um, coked out fucking Vladimir Voldemort Zelensky and his crew, but they can't because they're... We should have sent him all that coke that we oligar- found off the fucking... Um, off well, the coast. Well, yeah. That, that, well, that wouldn't the help. police sting the, to find all that coke. I mean, the oligarchs running Zelensky and his clique, and then the, then the Western oligarchical military complex tech overlords don't want this to happen. But that is—it's just so sickening. The amount of the amount of Ukrainian soldiers, like listening to U.S. weapon, uh, U.S. military analysts, like talking about how long it takes to train a soldier. Every day I see on Telegram Ukrainian commissars rounding up kids and old guys, throwing them in the vans, and they're all getting shipped off to the front. Like 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 um, Judge Napolitano said on one video I watched yesterday, last year when the war started, no problems getting people to sign up from Ukraine, right? They were all signing up. And like, like Colonel Douglas McGregor says, I'm foaming at the mouth, um, they're all dead now. That's what Douglas McGregor, they're all dead now. All those guys are dead. Now they're rounding up people who don't want to go, rightly yeah, so. Because all those people who didn't sign up know those people You get people two are dead. weeks training, 
and then they give you an AK-47 and send you into Bakhmut with Prigozhin and, and his Wagner PMC guys who have like a fucking 10 to 1 or 20 to 1 artillery fucking uh, advantage over you. You've got two weeks worth of training. And even if Wagner aren't the Russian... Um, what are they called? The VDV or the NDV or you know the Russian, the Russian, all the a lot of the Russian troops like the airborne troops. I mean Spetsnaz, I barely ever see Spetsnaz. The Chechen, Chechenians, they got those guys for the most part are all held back. The Wagner are doing most of the fighting because this is what um, this is what someone was saying about Putin. If they were worried about the uh, Ukrainians, you would not be getting Wagner PMC fighting in Bakhmut. You'd be sending all your best shit in, and they're not. You know. Uh, Ukrainian air defense is basically decimated. Like the Russians air force is, they've lost some fucking issue 25 frog foots and some Italian helicopters. But for the most part, the Russian air force is intact. They've got all their long range bombers. They're just launching cruise missiles from their own territory. I mean, there's Ukraine, are, they're basically in a nutshell, Tim, they're fucked, right? They're fucked. But is that, I, mean, I don't watch the, I don't watch corporate news. Is that what they're saying on the news? I've no. watched the news in so <laughs> That's long. That's the problem. That is, that is our. <laughs> you that, are my news. That's our blind spot. Well, I'm not good news because because my news is. I mean, it's it's well researched to a degree, but I mean, I we all have our biases, but at least I will admit that. And my biasy is is I'm certainly not pro Vlad, but I'm. I certainly think we could have wrapped this baby up, but that's in, that's the people pulling the strings. That is not in their interest. Probably would have saved in the in the in the realm of even just from Ukraine. I'm thinking I'm just going to go out on a limb and say a hundred to two hundred thousand lives. Yeah, if they had called this thing off and said, "Look, Crimea is a wash. It was never theirs anyway. Really, they were just they were just letting the Ukrainians think, but it was mostly Russians." Um, you know the eastern provinces are Russian speaking, pro-Russian. They, the, I mean, the, the the Russians didn't take those areas. They already had them. They should have just mean. But this is the it's sad. It's really sad. So now, now the country is decimated, and they, they it's going to be um the Ukrainian government. I can't remember the guy's name. It might mean oh, it's one of those Eastern European names. But they have like a digital. They have a minister. They are on record saying they want to be the most digitized country in the world. It's fucking sick what they're doing there, mate. It's sick. They are basically. So, was it? Do you think this deep down was all, always a plan to destroy a country completely and then rebuild them up in the, well, in the image of what these WEF fuckwits? Yeah, well, want? If, they're, if they're not. New, New Zealand is kind of like the soft test bed for shit, right? Like, we're like the let's not blow these idiots up. Test bed, right? I've, I've always, yeah, because we can't fight back, so yeah, you don't the, need to. Th- this is the thing I've always felt like this about New Zealand. Like New Zealand will, we will, um, you know, every lots of technologies have been introduced here, and they say, and rightly, I mean, rightly so or not, they say because we've got a small population, very compliant. You know, you want to you want to try like FPOS. I mean, yeah, this and, is the place. And I remember like um, lots of on, online banking stuff. Yeah, F-POS lots of stuff. It's, like, it's easy here. People, yeah. you know, like whereas. Um, but the Ukrainians, well, we only got to go back to, and this is something you'd very, very really hear bandied around at all. But I mean, if you you can go onto Amazon now and buy the grand chessboard by fucking Zbigniew Brzezinski, who was Jimmy Carter's national security advisor and like a deep state guy there with Kissinger and all the usual suspects. I mean, he outlines, like I read that book in the early 2000s and forgot most of it. And if I reread it now, it's, you know, the, the, the mainstream media love to call it the Russian playbook. 
the playbook is the US playbook. Fucking Zbigniew Brzezinski essentially outlined that in the future, the flashpoint will be Ukraine. Yeah. That's the borderland. That's where the flashpoint will be. And he essentially outlined the fact that, uh, I'm summarizing it somewhat and maybe slightly biased, but they'll essentially ratchet up the pressure on Russia so much that they'll have no other option but to retaliate. And when they do, oh, gee willikers, we're rubbing our hands together. And here we are, we're off to the races. Where this ends, Tim, I do not know. Because even the all the pundits who are well been in that world, that no one really knows when it will end. The CIA guy I was watching this morning will say saying he can't see the Ukrainians getting outside of this summer. But like that's what, uh June, July, August. But fuck. It's they the Ukrainians seem like they're just I mean, they've been hanging on for months. They the, the if I I look at the battle the the, the front every day. It, it hasn't moved. It does not move. But they're just throwing guys in. Like This is why they can't launch the spring offensive, apparently, the Ukrainians, because they've used tens of thousands of troops in Bakhmut. And then they just go in, you know, you'll send 200 guys in and 180 of them are dead, and then the rest get pulled out, and they send another lot of young guys in, and they all get killed and injured. And, then, you know, you can't... Wow. That's not sustainable, right? But, but in the Western media, it, they still... It's like a it's like a it's like mental illness. The Western media talk to the normies in the West, and they still talk like the Ukrainians can in air quotes win. It, everyone's already lost. It's a total loss, right? But not everyone, because it'll be used to implement all these things. Yeah. Even in Russia, the Russians will use this. Oh, there's always a reason to be doing yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, but uh, fuck, it's just such a. Oh, it's such a web. <laughs> because the web is digital control over their citizens. It's energy. Yeah, I I think the digital just become like control is the is the real thing. Yep. But digital makes it easy. And that's yeah, oh, just totally. that's just the nature of um technology these days. Yeah. Like you can digitize things and it makes control way, way easier. Oh totally. Like I'm I'm seriously I'm ser in the last month I'm seriously I'm seriously and I know it's a fucking drop in the fucking anti digital ocean, but I'm seriously floating. I heard about it on no agenda. I'm seriously floating getting a light phone. I'm I'm floating it. John C. Dvorak was scoffing at the price, but when he when they said the price, I was like, that's cheap. What, Yankee Doodle Dolls is yeah, like 300 I was like, fuck, that's, what's that? I mean, I, I, I'm... So give us the lowdown on the light phone. So the light phone is, and this will make most people, and it even makes me go, oh, a little bit. So light phone is, I believe, I haven't even looked up the website, but light phone is phones, calls, black and white screen, no color. You can apparently have um, podcasts. It's got a calculator. Um, I think maybe you can get, I don't know about emails, but it's, 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 I'm thinking about going light phone and then, you know, cause like this iPhone was uh whatever it is, XR, these are best part of 2k. It's crazy. This is fucked. The screen's cracked. It barely charges. And I would like to think I look after my phones. Like this is, I don't think I'm going to go for another iPhone. For the amount of money I won't spend, I'm thinking I'll get a light phone, and I'll, what I'll do is I'll probably go for like a nice tablet, and the tablet will be at home, yep. and that's when I'll be able to do banking, not that I have any money. <laughs> 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 you know, this is the thing, it's like, 
I was thinking, I was thinking, I was looking at my phone today, thinking about all the things like, okay, so um, rich, poor people. I use Afterpay, right? I get my weekly allowance if I get one at all, which I always sometimes don't. Uh, get on the Patreon, please, folks. And um, so I'll go to, I'll have say eighty bucks, and then I'll go to my to ten, and I'll be like, oh, I really need some terracotta pots, some garden stakes, some seedlings, a packet of, yeah, you know, all this shit, right? And it might come to, it's got to, so it's got to come to fifty bucks. So. At Why is that? Well, that? Some some places you could. There are places on Trade Me where you can buy seeds, veggie seeds and shit. Where you could buy five. But if you, I mean, I'm not saying I'm this poor. Definitely not. If you had a five dollar purchase and it was three dollars postage, you could pay two dollars on Afterpay every two weeks. You'd pay two dollars, and they'd post it out to you when you pay the two. That you get it like a week later, right? But might attend do fifty minimum. So I got eighty bucks, and I went fifty bucks worth of shit from might attend. I only have to spend twelve dollars fifty to get all my shit, and then two weeks later I pay twelve dollars fifty, and two weeks after that I pay two. So thing, I'm looking at things like it's that. It's like so, modern higher purchase, pretty much. Yeah, but there's no, there's no interest. You know, I don't know how it works, but I don't pay. If it comes to fifty bucks, I don't pay. I don't know how the cost. What's to stop you pulling pin after one payment? Uh, you, if I've never now, for the record, folks. You'd have to be a fool to miss a payment because if you miss a payment, ten dollars. So that's it. Well, here we'll answer. Yeah, okay. Answer you, my miss question. A, you miss a payment. So though, they're relying on. You can't pay the ten dollars either. They're, yeah, exactly, but they're relying on me to miss a payment. That's how they. So I have. I can that say that covers the interest. No interest shit, probably. Yeah, like I've never, I've never had to pay um, after pay a single extra cent because you know I'm not gonna. Is it automatic? So it will come out. So it tell it gives you a text four days before you owe the money. Yep. And you've just got to have that money in your bank. So if you owe them seven dollars ninety on Tuesday, if I if I've ever forgot, and it, I had no money in that account, I just get seven dollars ninety out of another account, put it in, and then you just go into the Afterpay app and just go pay, boom, and it's gone, and you don't get a charge for that. I think if you if they hit you for a payment. And then they hit you again that night, and maybe it went into 24 hours of no payment, they'd hit you with a $10 fee. Okay. And that's how they probably make, well, not how, probably, that's how they make their money. Yeah. So they don't make any of that money out of me. So it's 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 lower middle class convenience, I want, I want now. That's Well, that, no, it, yeah. Sadly, though, it might be I need now. Yeah, Amy, see, Amy, on the other hand, she uses Layby for that. She looks at how much money we've got to buy groceries this week, and she might go to the warehouse. Listen to this. This is people. Get the violin out, Tim. Get the violin out. <laughs> she will go and buy essentials from the warehouse, and she might lay by them. This is it. This is this is the rich, our rich listeners probably might not understand how this works. Even Tim from Kashmir, King King of Kashmir, probably doesn't. So Amy will do that to just make the money go. So and then the next week she'll have to just pay. So you're just you are essentially higher purchasing with no interest everyday items. If you if you're like looking at your money and think it's sad, and I, I but I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not too ashamed to say that we use those services. So where I'm going with this is I'm just looking at my phone, looking at those services. I'm thinking, well, that's gone. Patreon's gone. It's all gone. Flash score, gambling during the day, gone. Best thing for me, probably. Yep. Yeah. I'll, the night before, like, say if I want to put $30 on the tap, I'll have to go, okay, Astros are playing tomorrow and the Warriors are playing tomorrow night. Uh, I'll have to put a bet on either when I get home or the night before, and I won't be able to check the scores or no, I won't know nothing. So it's like, 
my my dopamine goblin in my brain, he's having a bit to say about it. But I think the little angel, the the angel over here is definitely. I'm leaning towards it. But like with like with everything, I'm probably going to wait for this phone to fuck out. But there's everything else. Like, inst- obviously the obvious ones: Instagram, YouTube, Flight Radar, fucking NRL Fantasy, NRL Tipping, Twitter, um, Orbitrack, fucking all the shit gone. None of none of it. Fucking it's all gone. I'm, I am, I'm moving that way, I think, you know, it's a drop in the ocean, but maybe watch this space, you know, it's, it's just going to be calling, texting. Yeah, well, it's a drop in the ocean for the companies pushing the ship, but. Yeah. (coughs) For you, it's like a big impact for you. Yeah. Like, I'll still be able to be a brain dead um, moron when I get home from work, but that's, yeah, I just, sometimes it's, you know. It's, it's hard being aware of it, but then not fully going through with it all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, do you ever get home from, do you ever get home from work and, you know, like I spend time with the kids, but then I also sometimes am guilty of just being like, you know. Yeah, it's what, hard because I, I, I get, I'm good at work. Like I get busy at work and I don't like being disturbed at work. Yeah. So half the time I won't, resp- I won't respond to people's texts during the day yep. unless it's. Urgent. Um, urgent unless yep. it's to do with work or the podcast um, yeah. yeah so I won't respond to people during the day I won't re- respond to like Instagram shit during the day like even if I just had a glimpse at lunchtime or something like that do you know the best thing ever is we changed plans a few, oh, I don't know six months ago yep. phone plans yep. and for some reason my data's been reduced okay yep. so I run out of data yep. within 10 days now okay so then I'm suffering for 20 days. Fuck, with, that's good effort. With no data. I demand Amy would <clears throat> up the data. <coughs> so the last probably three or four months, I, one one month I ran out in two days. So you can, so you're basically running a light phone. Yeah, uh, like 10 I'd, days in. Yeah, yeah. So, so you I'd can, currently have you no, can use, you can call text and you download podcasts before you leave the house. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, or, so or I download like so a Spotify you've playlist. you've got a light phone two thirds of the month, essentially. Yeah. Yep. I've got like an iPod that you can, yeah. you can uh, take calls. That's another on. thing. Are there still iPods? I don't know. I don't want to have to buy three products for one. No. But I'm happy to buy two. No, I think if you just had the shitty phone and a tablet. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, because I don't think I need to go laptop. <laughs> I haven't had a laptop for years. And well, it's I'm just, thinking of um, just a, when this thing because this thing has been on the fritz a little bit lately yep. with the cord. We've got some fucking um, all the more some, reason to get on the Patreon. No, well, I was thinking about if we could just if I could do it off an off a tablet as well. I, I bet you could. Yeah, I'm sure you I bet could. You could. Yeah. Yep. And sort of fully digitise all of it and maybe get... Oh, dude. Oh, Klaus Schwab at King Chuck the Turd over here. <laughs> no, King Tim of fucking... He wants to digitise the podcast. No, but maybe have a more digital... Um, so what about what do you think about making a Joel board. and Tim app and we track all the Patreon people? Yeah, well, we need to I know we where should, they are, what they're doing every second of the day. We should track all the patrons and then we can assess... It could go either way. We'll track your spending and your daily lives and if we think you probably could... Downgrade yourself from 10 to 5, we'll let you know. But if we think you are probably being a little bit tight on us, maybe we'll increase your patronage up to like a Yeah, and it'll be automatic. Yeah, yeah you'll have yeah. no say in it. You yeah. won't get to, and we'll know everything about you. It'll all just the be time. a percentage it's of for, what you have left well, over. This is how they'll, it's for their own safety, right? Clearly. We are keeping them safe. Yeah. We'll let you know when you need your um, inoculations. We will keep, we'll, we, will, we will hold on to all your medical information. And look, you can totally, as they yeah, trust us, bros and sisters. You can totally trust us. We're fine. We'll just we're, we're the just, single source of truth. We're, yeah, we're going digital here. We're going to go digital, 
and um, you're coming along for the ride with us. And we haven't even had to blow a country up to do it. We haven't, even, we haven't even had to blow a single country up. It's pretty pretty amazing, really. Now, I give myself a headache having these rants, but it's good for me, but it's also problematic. But now, should we just... This, I Actually, on the way here, I was thinking, this is the way we should do it. Um, is, oh my God, the light phone's ringing. Do you want to take it or not? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, pause it. Uh, back soon, folks. So now, quickly back to the... We're going to float down. This is what we probably should do every week. Since we've done all the rant, well, I've done all the ranting and raving, and Tim's calmly sat there and listened to it, um, I think we'll just float down back to earth with a bit of sports news. Hey! So, now the beta... Did, did you, before you say that, did you get yeah. any um, feedback on the hour of League Talk to start the chat? No, nothing. Last one. Nothing. Okay. No, nothing. I actually only replied to... I was a bit slack on replying on Instagram to people who follow the Instagram page. They send me clips and I, and I, I, I let it build up a bit. Yeah. And last night I finally replied to people. A lot of it's just crazy clips from around the world. But um, I do try to... It's not a hard job because we don't have that many people talking to us on Instagram. But no one's given me feedback about... You guys talk too much about Luke. I think maybe... Um, I almost, with that episode, because yeah. I said... I wrote in the description it started you did. 55 Fair minutes or whatever. I almost switched it around and dragged yeah. that whole chunk and put it I think it it's last. the obvious thing to do now. Yeah. I so mean, if, we talk, if we're talking sport, we'll, we'll bear, try to leave it We'll to try to end. do it to the end. So bear in mind, so there, if you are a, uh, a girly girl or a beta male, I'm not saying you should go now because there's still some gems in there. There's still some gems. In fact, the first story I'm going to talk about is more of a social issue, but it's regarding the NRL. So maybe beta males and girly girls, hang around, just give me five minutes, and then we maybe we'll get into more the game, we'll talk about the game, and you might get bored and fuck off then. But now, the first story was, there was an article on stuff. Uh, Amy was reading something about how the referee that refereed the Warriors shocker game, one of the shocker games, there are a few, um, he's been stood down because he had a shocker versus with the Broncos storm game. Todd, whatever his name is, the ginger ref. He's been he one that get sent all those people off. Yeah, he got yeah. stood down, and then the guy in the bunker got stood down. Of course, they get stood down because it was a a, a Brisbane Melbourne game. Of course, you wouldn't get stood down, but he did. Get, but anyway, so when Amy said that, I thought oh, I don't look at stuff much, as we all know. But I went onto the I went onto the website and I thought, oh, have we look? But then I saw another article pop up in the league chat and stuff, and it was. I'll quickly pull it up. Now, um, maybe if you're an NRL person, you'll probably know, you would have heard of this guy because he's a, had a bit of a cult following, or he has a bit of a cult following. Uh, he is from the Waikato, and his name is Valence Tafare. Now, Valence Tafare was playing for Waikato Rugby as of last year. Big unit of a man. They call him Val Meninga as one of his nicknames. Um, but... Uh, this article is in a when any stuff article starts with in bold letters opinion, you know you're in for a roller coaster ride. So this is by Dana Johansson, uh, and this is an opinion piece by I'm assuming it's a woman. So it goes like this, and this is about Valence Tafare, who's the new up and coming big boy who used to play rugby for Waikato, now playing for the Dolphins. For the Fins. So he had over, a great, he had a he great, did. he had a great, great debut, game. and yeah. it was Wayne Bennett's 900th game coached. Big affair. Big win. Everyone loved Valance, but not everyone loves Wayne. And I'll get, I'll, I'll read you the article. Over the weekend, we witnessed the rise of an, of the NRL's newest cult hero, 
Uh, it is an irresistible tale. Valance Tafare, a schoolboy rugby prodigy in New Zealand, recruited by the Dolphins Rugby League club master, Wayne Bennett. Last year, Tafare worked as a groundsman at Kaio Stadium, the Dolphins' home ground in the Brisbane suburb of Redcliffs. Sorry, Redcliffe. While he learned the finer arts of rugby league, playing in the New South Wales Cup. On Sunday, the Kiwi youngster made his NRL debut, putting in a star turn with two tries in the Dolphins' 36-16 win over the Cronulla Sharks. Big win. Um, in what was Bennett's 900th Premier Premiership match. The 20-year-old, known by fa- known by fans as Val Meninga, on account of his devastating size and speed, being reminiscent of the Kangaroos and Queensland great Val <laughs> Mal Meninga, proved dangerous with ball in hand. After the match, the commentators implored us to remember the name Valence Tafari, for he will be a star in years to come. It might be a name worth remembering, but it is not, according to his coach at least, Worth bothering to say, sorry, worth bothering to learn how to say. In the lead up to Tafare's debut, Bennett, who knows a thing or two about reaching cult status, shared some insights into the rugby union's rugby union converts' rapid rise through the league ranks. Bennett also revealed Tafare is known in the Dolphins camp as Val Smith, on account of his actual name apparently being too hard to pronounce. And this is quoting Wayne. I've had to rename him. There's no way you can get that surname out in one mouthful. So he is known as Val Smith around here, Bennett told media last week. The comment, which was widely reported, was presented as a fun, charming anecdote, rather than what it was, a display of casual racism. I love me some casual racism. Oh my God, there's one thing I love, it's casual (laughs) racism. Bennett is known and often celebrated for his gruff, old school sensibilities. Rightly so. That's what I love about Wayne. He's Wayne's the man. He's. I'll tell you this, Tim. I know you don't watch him. Wayne Bennett is my. I will watch any if YouTube algorithm sues me of a Wayne Bennett post match win or lose. I'm clicking on it because his interviews are the best. He has no time for the media. I love it. Uh, Wayne Bennett is known and often celebrated for his gruff old school sensibilities, but this time his outdated attitude out attitude needs to be called out. That these unchecked comments came after a concerted effort by the NRL to foster a more inclusive environment. STGs, motherfucker. For Moldy and Pacific players is even more bewildering. Several clubs clubs have moved... That's racist to sort of pinpoint those two. Yeah. Is, is it look, not? Look, now... Well, what, what about any... What about other names that are hard to pronounce? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, not everyone... Lineage. My mum cannot say Hamoli Olakowatu. I can, but I... You can... Like, okay, people love to get on the boomers, and Wayne's a boomer, Shona's a boomer. We all know boomers. They're our parents. Like, we love to get on the boomers and have a joke, but do we really expect Wayne... Look, look, I'll be honest. I don't personally think Valence Tafare... Is that hard to say? But I look at some Irish names and I'm like, I don't even so I wouldn't I, know where to start. I don't want to bury the lead here, but there's a whole heap of shit about the oh blah 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 fucking uh, some fucking um, some professor from some university says how racist this is in New Zealand, how they need to squash it, blah blah blah. But what's interesting is as you get towards the end of the article, there's a where is the where is the little um, where is the little tasty tidbit? Um, there is there is a paragraph in the article, and this is what I said to Amy when I read it to her. I said to Amy, these fucking these woke retards at stuff and everywhere. Like I said to her, I guarantee in camp, 
He and he's this is the crux of the issue. In camp, in the Dolphins camp, is there an issue? No. No. No one cares in camp. You're all brothers. Everyone loves each other. The fact that Wayne's seventy something and he just calls him Val Smith because he struggles to say it. There's no problem it, there. That's like any that's like any work environment yeah. with males around the world. Yep. You get nicknames. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. It just makes life easier. There used to be I've <laughs> said this before, when my old man used to be part of, he used to coach in some degree, maybe assistant coach or he was a coach for suburbs, right? Back in the day for the premier team. He might have he helped out, the old man did, right? So I've talked about this in the past. There was a either Caribbean or African descent. He was a he was a New Zealander, but he used to play for some older people from the coast that are older than me, maybe in their 50s will remember this. I believe he played for Suburbs, and he was a winger, and he was as black as the Ace of Spades, or pretty black, right? The guy. Lovely guy. Everyone loved him. Nickname? Guess what it was? You've told me. Blackie? Midnight. Midnight. Okay. Midnight. Midnight was his... Do you, do you think the Suburbs guys were whipping him with a whip, with a cat of nine tails, and going, hurry up, Midnight? No. He would have liked everyone. It was it was all everyone. Everyone was fine. People are way too fucking sensitive these days. I don't have a problem with them calling him Val Smith. I think, but here here's where I'm going with this. They probably why do we why do we have to say everyone's last names? No one does it in the real world. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. It's it's dumb. But here's where I'm going with this. I think everyone's missed out here because his name is Valence Tafare. Now I'm no. Now we all know that I'm no Tereo linguist, but. Wouldn't Tafare loosely convert to the house? So why isn't he called Val the house? Or just the, the house. The guy is fucking huge. He's he a centre. He's massive and he's got wheels. But why is he not Val the house? It just makes more sense. But would the fucking... So, the, bear in mind, Dana Johans, Johansson ain't exactly Nanaya Mahuda. Like, Dana Johansson just stay in your lane and just... I don't know. She'll have some woke degree in bullshit, but... Why can't we? Why? Why does? Why? What's with the offence? Like, so Valence Tafari's come out and said, "I'm happy with it. That's what. That's what I'm called in camp, and I don't really care." End of story. End of story. And Wayne's a boomer. There are some fucking tongue twists in the NRL. Maybe I can. I'm. I. I, I struggle with some words. I struggle to say. I've noticed. I struggle to say asked. If I don't. If I don't say the K, I it just comes comes out like asked. I asked him. I have to really say asked. But I can make. I can. If I hear it several times in a weekend, I can manage to get out hamole olakawatu. I can. Olakawatu's all right. Olakawatu hamole. I can get these guys. I can say Polynesian names. And definitely say Maori names, but I'm 43, and I don't think we should be holding Wayne Bennett, the fucking grizzly old boomer, who's, at the end of the day, not being racist. He's just fucking around. The guy's got a fucking NRL team to coach. He can't be doing... It's like, um, I know someone who had to go, who's in their 70s, and they work as a... They work at a at a at a private girls' school, and they there was talk amongst the, all the boomers that worked there that they were going to have to go and do a couple of days of learning Tereo. And the general gist of the boomers was, "I'm not here to learn that. I'm here to do my job, and I just don't want to." And generally, all the all the old boomers that worked at the school, a lot of them just got together and said, "We just don't want to do it." And I don't think they did. That's fair enough. Are we going to round these cunts up? And and what are we going to do? And Adolf Hitler, what do you want to do with them? Do you want to round them up and gas them? Because they won't say a fucking, a, a, a grouping of letters in the correct way? Fucking pathetic. But it's got to be, why everyone's missed out on Val the house? 
I don't know. They call him Val Meninga. They're calling him Val Smith. Val Tafari, Valance Tafari, Val the House. They've missed the boat. Right. Uh, now the beta males and girly girls can go. So now we're just going to get into what's your take on, uh, have you seen much of the SJ going to the Tigers chat? Um, no. It's oh, developing and, day by day. Okay. The, 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 and today, has anyone talked to him about it? No, because he okay, won't then, talk to anyone. Sweet. And Andrew Webster said, we haven't talked to Sean about the Warriors and Sean. Sweet, then I wouldn't even so talk about it then. The, the, the Tigers are doing a lot. And I agree with you. You're 100% right. The Tigers, day by day. Today, I woke up to an article that said the Tigers are going to essentially, in air quotes, blow the Warriors out of the water with a two-year deal. It wouldn't because, be it wouldn't be hard because I don't think Sean's on much. No, that, he's on about late fours, early fives. <laughs> Not much. But, but the yeah. thing is, yeah, well, <laughs> compared to some guys, like, you know, mm. considering how he's like fifth or sixth in Dally M, he's got the most kicking meters in the NRL. Really, by a fucking by mile. A and um, so, Shout out, Tiz. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Tiz. Uh, we're, the, we're the best podcast going around, I've heard. Uh, this is what people say about us, Some Best podcast, only podcast you should listen to in New Zealand. So, anyway. Um, so, the, yeah, the, the, the talk is, is that the Wars and nearly every club, when you get to that old, right, yep. most clubs, and rightly so, they're only going to give guys year-by-year year contract. So the Tigers are trying to say, we'll give him a big two-year contract. But from the outside looking in, um, you know, I mean, we, we're not in the milieu. But Sean moved back here. Things are going well. I suppose it comes down to how much money, how much an extra hundred or 200000 over a couple of years matters. Because if things are going well, I mean, I mean, and this is this has been pointed by several people, like the Tigers are, even though they won two games in a row and they lost the last one, they got they're, they're the lowest ranked team in the NRL, even worse than the Dragons. Maybe not on form at the current moment, but they're they're, they're last. They're, they're the wooden current wooden spoon uh, on track for the wooden spoon. If Sean went there next year, I tell you what, man, at thirty two or thirty three or where he is, do you want to play your last couple of seasons potentially? For the Tigers, where as the dominant half, if they go like shit, you, no. we, we all know you, he will get all the blame. Or do you take a slight pay cut, stay where you live with, and his wife's pregnant. Well, got, he's playing so good now <laughs> because he's happy. He's yeah. in New Zealand. He's home. Yeah. He's playing well. So what, you're just going to take him back to Aussie? The Waz fans, all the fans in the chat, no one's worried. Everyone's yeah. just laughing at the Tigers. And um, I... I actually know. I know. I have a mate. I won't disclose their person, uh, their their um, identity. I know someone who is friends with a family member of his. So I might, I might gauge. I might see if I. But I obviously don't want to. We don't want to be. Um, we don't want to be blowing open stories on the podcast like that, Tim. Because you know. But I might try and get a little scoop. I might try and get the inside line in the next week. They'd have to pay him fucking massive money. Surely, the the the, the, tie, the, the tie Tigers to, yeah, to, to yeah. get him. Like it'd be like a, a it'd be like one point four to one point six mil for, for two, two years, seasons. Yeah. It would have to be seven. But, but Sean, I suppose. I mean, Sean's obviously a smart guy. You got it. Yeah, obviously that 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 tiger factor will be weighing heavily. In your it will mind. be weighing on anyone who's <laughs> yeah. looking at that club. Yeah. You look at Luke Brooks and be like, oh, I don't want to eat up like poor old Lukey Brooks, who who for all intents and purposes is a would is a really quality player in the wrong club. 
If, if well, Luke, he's, he's been in the wrong club his if, whole career. If Luke Brooks went to the Storm, <laughs> oh, obviously, obviously they got Jerome yeah. and, and but no, if, no, if but he was, could be the next Cooper Cronk. Yeah, in, in like if a Luke, structured if was, system. If it was Luke Brooks and Munster in the halves for the Storm, if it was Luke Brooks and Cody Walker uh, for the Bunnies, or Nico at the, if it at the was, Sharks, if it was Luke, oh, this wouldn't work actually. If it was Joey Joey Manu and Luke Brooks in the halves for the Roosters, it's a totally. But, I mean, you don't want to be... Sean, look, if you're listening, Sean... Stay put. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to beg him to. I think he will. So there was that. So we put that to bed. Um, what do you think of the game, the Waz game v the Bulldogs the other night that led us into the bye? Um, I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was... I yep. thought it was all right. It was, like, I, I wasn't it worried. wasn't nothing to crow about. No. But I tell you what, I sat down pretty much the whole game. Didn't didn't get up. Yeah. Felt even though people say that wasn't a. Some people will say and rightly so that some of our losses were better performances. Yes. That's fair enough. But we had just come off yeah. eleven day stretch, three losses in a row yep. to three really hard teams. Yeah. And we won. I think the me just from my own personal perspective, me sitting down for the most part for a whole game that. That metric has to. It's a good indication that we're It's a good indication. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, we want to win those games, those last three, one of them or two of them would have been good. But the fact that I got to sit down for a whole game and didn't really get animated at all, but felt comfy, was that was nice. So, um, and never really in trouble. No. Never really in trouble. It was 18 nil, then 18 6. Then 24-6, then 24-12. And see young uh, Ronnie Volkman played with essentially, I believe, a compound fractured finger. A bone protruding. He's out for four weeks. This was a bummer. but um, He had right game. He played really well. Yeah. And then he, he took his chance with the try. Yep. I mean, you've got to take your chances. It's just the way it goes sometimes. So that was good. Um, do you have any more sports news? Um, no. No, well, I haven't really consumed any sport. It was just... Just, just the league. league. Yeah. yeah like I watched I say, a few games I had the league fatigue. So, and then no Waz this <coughs> week, which helps me because I do still have a bit of league fatigue. I do look at tonight's game, which I believe is the Panthers versus the Broncos. And I just think, as I'm a, I am getting a bit long in the tooth now. That Thursday night game is... It's hard to stay up, mate. It's hard. It never used to be. Even last season, it never used to be. But I think I might... I, I, because the Wars aren't playing this weekend, it's kind of good. I might watch the... If I'll pick out a couple of games this weekend, but all eight is probably not on the cards for me personally. I could do replays the next day. Yeah, true. It's something if, I don't utilise. So I shouldn't utilise it more. If I didn't know the score. Yeah, true. That's yeah. an issue. And the problem you is... You basically got to go off Sosh Mears. No, no. Well, the, the, I can do that easily. Yeah. But the problem is I'll go to the NRL website yeah. and I can easily not see the score yeah. and I can go to... And I can click on highlight package for yep. just say it was Rabbits, Broncos, whatever the fucking game is. Yep. But every single time the picture is of the winning... It's yeah. It's, 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 um, it might have say it might be Latrell's holding the ball running, and you're like, damn it, I yeah. know South. So won. you have to go full blackout, basically. Yeah, or I need to get out. someone else to load it up for me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, that's the other. So option. that would be this. That would be my business plan if it would ever work. Would be to do sports replays yep. on a site yep. where there's no way of knowing. Yeah. No way of knowing the 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 final score. You need to send a couple of emails, I think. Yeah. So that, you know, that would be great if you could just go to a site and go, right, oh, NRL, I want highlights package from this game yep. and have no idea what the score is until it, and, and it loads up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can watch four minutes of fucking All of it. Like, riveting. Well, like, I do oh, that shit. with a lot of Major League Baseball games. Yep. Like the, obviously, Major League Baseball is like they uh, interesting. Um, baseball doesn't exist, which is probably my favorite 
uh, YouTube. They do these great videos about wacky things in the baseball world. Yep. They watched one last night. It was all about the start to the season. This season has been crazy. Astros aren't going so good. They're, I think they're 23 and 20 currently. They got beaten by the Cubs today. So they're, they're not on... They are got a lot of players out, kind of like the Warriors, similar sort of thing. But that aside, it's been a crazy start to the year. They've got a pitch clock now. So... Is that fucking with the games, or is that making oh, it better? The game, on average, Major League Baseball games are 27 minutes faster across the board this year. Uh, fans That's climate, are, climate change. Fans are going crazy. Um, I watched, yeah, baseball doesn't exist. Even if you're not in baseball, you'd have to be a little bit in baseball, but they had this video last night about um, certain cl- the Oakland A's are moving to Las Vegas. Oakland are going, they're the worst team. They are the, 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 the West Tigers of baseball. Their fans are protesting. They're moving to Las Vegas from Oakland. Um, the Phillies doing a dollar. They did dollar hot dog day for three games, and it got out of control. The 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 third game they did dollar hot dog day. They had forty four thousand people. When they well, you had all the homeless people turning up for fucking hot dogs. They, they had four, the last the last <coughs> of the three dollar hot dog nights at uh, the Philadelphia Phillies game. They had like forty four thousand people, which is pushing the capacity of the stadium. And they sold eighty eight thousand hot dogs, and it's just hot dogs getting thrown around. Baseball is for a spectacle compared to some sports is loose, like it's loose. But anyway, uh, yeah, they have refined the you know, other, you know, the major league this year to speed it up. There's no more. There's no more long games. The it's two and a half hours now. Look, the purists are off it, but I'm all for it. Astros aren't going good, but that what we're getting back to what we're talking about. The YouTube. Um, Edits are about six minutes. Oh, perfect. Yeah, like I, if I don't watch, I mean, I don't watch. I mean, it's fifteen games a day. Some days, I will watch the Astro. I'll get home from work and have tea and watch six minutes of the highlights, uh, and that's great. But yeah, Astros. I mean, the Astros are in a place where they they could make a run easily. But the the major that oh this this was the crazy stat. So the three the three three of the lowest. Money teams are leading their divisions. So Tampa Bay started 13... Tampa Bay Rays, who are like a money ball team, no stars, started 13-0. and They're first in the American League. That's the same league that the Astros are in. The Pittsburgh Pirates, who have stunk for years, are out of the blocks. And the uh, the Baltimore Orioles, uh, they're all like three of the best teams in baseball, with three of the lowest um, budgets. No, really, no big names, and then teams like there were some stats like um, they showed you a stat. I wish I could recall it, but it's basically the the New York Mets bought um, they bought um, fuck, what's his name from the Astros? Ah, oh, fuck, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but also they bought Max Scherzer. They bought two pitchers. The two pitchers that the Mets bought, uh, their budget for these two pitchers is like more than the entire budget for these whole teams. But the Mets are going like absolute dog shit. It's it's fucking ins- baseball's insane. Like there are teams that have um, yeah, there's really I don't know if they have a salary cap. eh? like there's teams where their entire um, entire what do you call it the entire roster is like sixty five million dollars. What? And, yeah, but that's I think that's the cheap ones. I think that they're the cheap teams. Holy shit. Um, where is it? I'll quickly I can probably quickly pull it up real quick. It's just it's just nuts. Like where is it? Oh god, I watched so many um here we go. Okay. 
we'll go through to where are we? Uh, blah 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 blah. Sorry guys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, of course, an ad. Um, hold on, we've got two seconds to get past the ad and go. What do we got here? Why can't? Oh my god! No, we're abandoning it. I tell pull you what, No, no, no. So I, I was on the right spot, but the bottom line is, I have not been paying for YouTube Premium. My life is, I'm in the doldrums. Like. <laughs> I don't know why people Cut don't get backs, ads. Mate. Oh, mate, fucking ads are insane. Like, I get just, I just get wall to wall ads now. Because they obviously have got, this guy had YouTube Premium for years. So we're going to fucking nail him. Like, obviously, the, the joke was there was a Brenda, do you know about the Brenda McCullum gambling app thing? No. It was like an overseas gambling app. It was this real cheesy ad with Brenda McCullum driving away in a Ferrari selling you a gamble. It was like called 22 Bet. It got ridiculous, and I think the local gambling government body banned YouTube. They banned YouTube from playing it in New Zealand. Every single app, even and I would be like, "Oh my fuck, we're trying to watch it on YouTube." Brendan McCullum's ad was on every ad gap. They just were flooding New Zealand, and it was one of these weird apps where it was sports and what I'm noticing a lot on YouTube. Now that Brendan's been banned, that that company's been banned from advertising in New Zealand. It's based in like Greece or some shit. There are all these online casinos. I'm just like, even I, I was watching it with Obi last night. One of these online casino ads come on and download the app. And Obi was like, that's got to be more rigged than like a normal casino. Like you're not even going to the casino and spinning the wheel at the real casino, which which if you start winning too much money, they'll kick you out. Yeah. Online casinos got to be like. like you, the algorithm is set. Oh yeah, you I lose. just, I don't get how I mean, it's 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 got a, well, it's a, it's akin to just sitting on the pokies, right? Yeah. But anyway, enough about YouTube. Enough about everything. I think all of but my YouTube hack does still stand. Oh, so, so what is your YouTube hack? Because I need to start using it. How does it work? Because I get I get I've I get never it, I like, don't I don't have a YouTube. I get it on TV and on my phone. I get ads. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a YouTube account. Okay, that's my problem. And I've never logged into YouTube. Ah, okay, there you go. So I just I just type in YouTube. So you go through a, you go through a web browser. Yeah. Okay, because I have the app. Well, no, I, no, I have an app on my phone okay. and I don't get it. Oh, but I'm, really? I'm not I'm not logged in though. So okay. so you lose like obviously I can't Oh, so you can't I go can't, to library. I can't comment on history shit. and yeah, because I can go back to that video I watched yesterday by going to library, so you but, don't have any of that. But the algorithm still does work. Every time I load up YouTube on my it web knows what you on like. my web browser yeah. browser, it knows what I like and it prompts me for something that yeah. based on what like uh, right wing racist web uh, right wing racist videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like nineteen thirties Hitler fucking yeah. rallies and shit like that. Just general, you know, all those guys in America who did you see those guys in America who all got arrested and they're all wearing white masks and they're all wearing like fatigues yeah yeah that was on my on my they yeah, were yeah. um it's like so it's getting so ridiculous it's like even normal well, not normies but everyone's like feds feds yeah feds. Feds. it's like they, these guys are all military age military body walking in unison and they expect you to think that i mean joe biden come out this week and said that the biggest threat to america the biggest with all of america and the world's problems the biggest threat to america is what him white supremacy oh, okay said. that was his response anyway um are you yeah, done? so what's that no you're not done yeah, no, no, I'm done. I'm done. We're good. So, last thing is, I know maybe no one wants this, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Farm update. Chickens, healthy. I read, How many? Uh, so, we've got four hens, and we've got Bradley Bradshaw, the rooster, Flight Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, the rooster. And that's what we've named him, because yeah. of, you know why. Top Gun. 
So is that's there someone called Bradshaw on there. Well, Bradley Bradshaw is Rooster. That's his call sign. That's Goose's son from the first one. So there's yeah, you know, there's Goose who died. You know, you've seen that one. Yeah. And then there's Rooster as his son. Okay. Who's Tom Cruise's prodigy? They don't get along. Oh, uh, spoiler shit. alert. But they do in the interim. But you, one day when you watch it, you'll know. But so we've called uh, Rooster Bradley, Flight Lieutenant Bradley Brayshaw. And then Eva has named the four hens uh, egg dishes. One's called Quiche. <laughs> That's Even though they're all females, yeah. one's called Benedict. Um, one is called Florentine. And one is called... Oh, fuck. What's X Florentine? I don't know, but that's what she's named it. Florentine, Benedict, even though it's boys. Oh, and Sunny. Even though there's two kind of guys sitting there and she's got a theme. And then I said to her, what if we get another four? And she's like, well, we're like, well, scrambled. Scrambled. Fried. So anyway, the, the, the hens are quite funny. Like, we go down and feed them twice a day. Um, the rooster's really old. He just... We, we I had to... I had to... On Sunday, I had to... Instead of buying expensive chicken wire, Amy just got me a roll of like 1.5 mil wire because they get through the next door neighbor's deer fence. So at, down at our place, we've got goat fence. Goat fence is where it's at. Yep. But goat fence is probably expensive. Um, but it was already there. So at their chicken coop, which is down the other paddock, I, Amy just got this wire that I tied off and run like 50 meters had to weave through the deer fence. Oh, wow. But, yeah, but it's it worked. Work right? It's worked. Yep. So we've run about three lines of wire between the bottom three squares and the deer fence. Yep. yep. And that cost Amy's that cost about 13 bucks. So saved us buying chicken wire. Did you uh the, did you what is it? Like no. What's the pay? What's the pay app? What's the uh Oh, it's probably yep. She probably did. She probably what was did. What uh, is it? Uh, there's afterpay. Yeah, afterpay. Sorry, yeah. Okay. And there's, there's did you afterpay the thirteen dollars? Probably, probably. Okay. Amy. Amy's got. I mean, she's got a lot of. She's got a lot of things happening. Poor old Amy. But um, not poor old Amy. She's doing all right. Um, but yeah. So the chickens are good. They they are. You know, chickens have got bird brains. So yeah, they they just can't get out of there. Like they they that's worked. The they can't go in the next door neighbor's house. Anymore. I think he's got a dog too. So we didn't. So who's is the um? Who's is the bloody the kennel? For the chickens, uh, so that's like it's Chris's, but okay, it's, but he wasn't using it. No, nah, he's like, you guys can use it, and we're like, it's a short walk down the down from our place, and um, yeah, we just we just he's just like help yourselves, and 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 so in about a month they'll start laying eggs. Apparently, nice. Uh, a bit of a learning curve. Um, he actually he went hunting on uh, the weekend and got us a. He's like he rung Amy on money. He's like, there's a deer leg outside my house. I he skinned it and everything. And I tell you what, man, we we I went down and got this deer leg and I hung it up with some twine in the in the chicken coop, man. Fuck, man, the little velociraptors went crazy because we were kind of like, you know, we, Amy read up online. They're like, yeah, they might not take to it immediately. The moment I walked through that fence with that deer leg, they were just coming up to me, and I tied it off in their coop, and they were just like all four of them. Just and then Bradley it. were just like dong dong dong. They're just their heads just start picking it. They're just devouring it. Went down, turned it around the next day. Did the other side, and they've essentially picked it clean in a couple of days. So that's um, it's like one of those they're like a scrap su- machine, like those fucking yeah, places. it's like yeah, that. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like a they are. I mean, anyone with chickens already knows this, but they're just a scrap machine. Yeah, they just eat anything, like more or less. Like the other day, we had some old um, like we did some oven oven fried oven baked chips. You know, you know, you know, as an adult, I mean, I don't know about you, but you know, the teenage boys will always gannet everything down. But sometimes I'm like, eh. I've had enough chips. Yeah. So I tip the chips into the fucking scrap bin and take it down the next morning, man. The the chickens they they love they like chippies. They love crinkle cut. Yeah. Uh, not so big on um. They weren't big on pump raw pumpkin. Uh, they get grain, but yeah, we yeah they they eat all that shit. But um, so they're good. Sheep are good. 
we're currently in the market to buy a, ironically, I talk about the um, yellow reverse trike, you know, Can-Am. Yeah. We're in the market to, someone in Rangoon has got a company, they must import those big Can-Am bikes, or even Can-Am make those four-wheel drive buggies. Yeah, yeah, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. giving away, Amy was looking for a structure, she's showing me all these play out, I'm like, nah, that's too small. And then this lady contacted Amy and said, oh, we have these massive wooden crates that we use at our place for animal shelters. And then she just said, you'll just need a flat, massive flat deck trailer. Flat deck trailer. And then she texted her like a couple of days later and said, actually, we've got, we'll drop it off. And I just said, Amy, fuck, just offer, That's them, awesome. some, offer them some money or something. But, but so, yeah, she just said, all you need is you just chop one side of the crate off. Yep. And then boom, it's like one point two high, and it's fuck. You could probably fit three or four sheep in there, but so we've got a sheep shelter coming because yeah, they do. Since I've blocked off the solar panels, man, the poor old they sheep soaked. When it's a shit day <laughs> and it's freezing cold, man, they just. I know most sheep live outside, but we around where we live, most people with a few livestock, everyone kind of has a little sheep shed or yeah. something. So they're good, um, and yeah, solar since since the solar dude come out and 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 troubleshot our uh, sheep, unplugging the whole rack of panels. Fuck, even on a cloudy day, we get it to one hundred percent now. So we've ironed that out. So Klaus Schwab is he's a little bit happy with me with my little solar panels and my little death pod. So you know, nice. so other than that, uh, yeah, other than me moaning about money and shit, other than that. Life is good. That's it's good. good when you're not in Eastern Ukraine, Eastern yeah. Eastern Europe. I tell you that, mate. But uh, in uh, in uh, in uh, Ohoka, things are good. Are things good in Kashmir? Always. I think we can sign off. Yeah. Hooroo. Till next time. <laughs> Bye. <you. laughs>